Welcome back to White of the Podcast, and today we're reviewing something, a big something, a something that wrapped up 42 years of story, Rise of the Skywalker. As always, I'm Kate, and I'm here with Adrian. Hey, how's it going? And Matt. Hello. And if you listen to our last Jedi review, then you're going to know this voice, Ritz. Yeah, hey, what's going on? Hey. It's been a while. Yeah, it's been, it's been three years, <laughs> as far as recording anyways, yeah. yeah. It's been a while. We did but, get you on for Black Panther, but we figured yeah. we had to bring you back. Oh, true that, yeah. So, yeah. so excited for this. Just, I think Ritz being on this makes me even more excited, actually. <laughs> uh, okay, so first, the first thing we have to talk about is what did you expect going into the movie? You want me to go first? <laughs> <laughs> okay, so going into this movie, um, I didn't expect much. Um, considering if you listen to our last podcast um do not like the last jedi but going in here and watching the trailers i was kind of excited but i was also kind of worried watching some of the trailers what's gonna happen and i probably was very worried especially when it was announced right off the bat we're using footage from like the force awakens in this movie and i'm like wait a minute that's like two movies ago this can't be good (laughs) so (laughs) i was like you can't i was like that doesn't make any sense um so I was kind of very worried and do whatever, and obviously just because of the last two years and whatnot, it was kind of like, eh, in the last, and then I was like, well, we'll just see what happened. Yeah, I mean, for me, I, I'm butts and seats, man, for Star Wars. Um, I mean, what, two years, was it two years ago? God, it feels so long ago when we did our whole month of Star Wars stuff leading up. Um, I, I love Star Wars. Star Wars is like one of my favorite franchises, if not my favorite franchise ever. My literal wedding was Star Wars. I had wow. the 501st walk my wife in. Wow. As she walked down the aisle. I need a video. Matt and Kate were there. They, I, 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 hope, <laughs> I hope it was fun. Uh, we had Star Wars themed drinks. It was, it was a good time. Uh, but I, I love Star Wars. I, did, I wasn't. There were things I hated about the Last Jedi and things that I loved about the Last Jedi. So I was very kind of like in the middle. The whole discourse kind of made me like lean towards not liking it. Uh, but there's still lots of things I liked. But I love Star Wars, so I'm butts and seats. I love J.J. Abrams what he did with the Force Awakens. I, Force Awakens was my favorite movie. So. Um, I went into this movie having not watched any trailers. The only thing I really knew about it from Twitter is that like Palpatine was in it. Billy D. Williams was in it somehow, just because people don't hashtag stuff or whatever. Right. Yeah. So <laughs> me going into it, um, I expected I was just being entertained. I really like The Force Awakens. I love what J.J. Abrams did. Wasn't super jazzed about what Ryan Johnson did, but J.J. Abrams coming in to finish it, I was kind of I was pretty excited having not watched anything, just knowing that. I'm putting my faith in JJ to finish the series in a way that makes me satisfied. So I really went in with like being, hoping to be excited and I put my heart rate up monitor on during the movie. And I was like, let's do this. Let's see how excited I am for this. I went in with like very like low, ex- not a low expectation, but just being excited to watch a star Wars movie in theaters with Matt and Kate, with my wife who, you know, let me have a star Wars wedding. Um, was also <laughs> excited about the star Wars wedding. We talked about it on the whole way home. Uh, just, just excited. I was excited to be in the theater again, ready to watch a Star Wars primary movie. So I was excited for Solo. I enjoyed Solo, but it wasn't like the same kind of feelings that I had in the theater when the when the scroll hits for a main Star Wars movie. So I was excited. I was just excited. I was hoping that it wasn't going to be bad. I didn't think it was going to be bad. I think I had a positive scope going into it, and I think that might have helped me be like, I enjoyed this. I had a lot. I had a good time. Um. So for me. I I was excited that when the first trailer hit for after during celebration, I lost my shit. I like was tearing up and I was excited 
and it felt really good to be really excited for Star Wars again, um, which I know sounds weird, but like kind of how Matt mentioned and how Adrian mentioned, I didn't hate The Last Jedi. I just didn't like it. There, it, my two of my favorite characters are Finn and Poe, um, you know, because they were part of the actual trilogy or the the trio that we were supposed to get. <laughs> And I felt a lot that there was a huge disservice done to them in The Last Jedi, which really bothered me. And so going into um, Rise of the Skywalker, I was hoping because J.J. brought these characters to the screen first and they were his characters, that he was going to find a way to really um, kind of give them that the, the power that I felt that they were lacking in in the last jedi and then same with ray i really wanted her to shine and have it clearly be ray's story and so i had a lot of hope i i saw the first two trailers and then there was a point where i just i put myself in a bubble and i usually don't do that like i don't want spoilers but i usually don't avoid toys or like critics saying stuff but i went through and i muted everything once i knew the embargo was gonna break um because i was just i i didn't want what somebody else was thinking to influence how I saw the film because yeah. I'm just very tired and I don't trust this fandom anymore. And Smart. I just wanted <laughs> to experience something on my own and I knew I was going to go watch it with Matt and Adrian and Adrian's wife Stefani. And that's a very communal experience that like we, we were there as a group. Like there were multiple times that we all looked at each other. So like, I was just hoping to be happy. Like, I wanted it to be a good Star Wars, and I wanted it to do my boys right. Yeah, and I don't know if she'll plug it, because Kate's very humble. But Kate was on 1A, the NPR podcast, and she put, like, a very... It was a very shortened version of her expectations for the film, where she did a very kind of, like, eloquent summary of her expectations. So if you are a fan of our, like... Feed. She does a very good job on the one A of like the return of the return of a Jedi, the legacy of Star Wars episode. She kills it and does a very good job of kind of like encompassing her thoughts on her thoughts going into the movie. So if you're interested, go check it out. Oh, thank you. I wasn't gonna plug it at all. <laughs> exactly. That's why I'm here. <laughs> all right. Rich, what do you got here? Now it's been two years. Uh, expectations. Um, I, I will say, I, I apologize for my kids in the back. Jesus, <laughs> my God. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> I, I guess my mic is picking up a whole lot more. Um, anyways, <laughs> expectations wise, I lowered my expectations on purpose, specifically because I didn't want to be disappointed. Let's put it that way. Um. You know what I mean? Like, I, I kind of was like, all right, clearly, because of the outside world kind of influence, I knew that the directors were being influenced by that in some way. You know, Rian and J.J. Abrams, for Star Wars and other things that they've done, are clearly not bad directors. They know something about making movies. You know what I mean? They, they know what they're doing. But I do feel like they were being influenced by fandom. And that's a, kind of a, not a good thing for creators to be influenced by people raging in all kinds of like erratic directions, you know what I mean? So I was like, okay, I, 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 you know, I was at Star Wars Celebration, um, you know what I mean? I, I, I saw when when Ian walked out on stage, freaking blew my mind because I, I was keeping my I was keeping my cool until like I heard Palpatine's laugh and then I kind of lost it. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, I, I saw him come out and I was thinking to myself, holy crap, what are they about to do with this? Like this is about to be 
freaking huge. You know what I mean? So after Star Wars Celebration, hype levels went through the freaking roof. You know what I mean? I mean, I was already hyped at Star Wars. You know what I mean? It's like, it's going to happen. Regardless, I'm going to be excited. Regardless, even if I had issues with previous movies or whatnot, it's Star Wars. Like, I'm going to see it, period. You know what I mean? They have to worry about that for me. Um, and even if I have issues with it, at the end of the day, I'm going to... It's like a love, like it's like a bittersweet relationship. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's like the prequels. We all know we all have our thoughts on the prequels, but I'm like, you know what? But it's Star Wars, though. You know, right? So um, that's kind of how I felt, uh, like before seeing anything and going into this movie, or, or expectation wise, if that kind of sums that up. Yes, basically everybody saw the trailer and they got hype. That's all I got. Because yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the first trailer actually is really good. Yeah, I have. I probably should have watched it before we recorded because I did, I never watched it. I never. I look. I mean, we're what two years, three years into this podcast, almost at this point. I don't watch trailers anymore, especially for things I'm going to see. I literally w- ran out of the movie theater. We were seeing, I think, Captain Marvel or something. No, or, we were seeing Endgame. Or Endgame. Oh yeah, I was like, oh hey, how's it going? Yeah, Endgame. I ran out of the movie theater because I didn't want to see the trailer. Um. But I was still hype for it, like because it's Star Wars. How are you not hype for a Star War in your thing? Um, and I think with Palpatine coming in and knowing Palpatine is in, I think I'm a little hype because I do the Palpacast with a few people on the But Why the Network. You can find it at ButWhyThePodcast.com, where we talk about how cool Palpatine is. And I think this movie really calculates how cool and really how badass that character is, whether you like it or not. Palpatine is a gangster. <laughs> So this is where we're going to, like, do the strong spoiler alert. We're going to get into spoilers here. So you've been warned. Don't get angry at us. (laughs) No fanboy raging. (laughs) After, yeah, so after, so walk in the movie, you see the movie, watch the movie. When you leave, who do you, who was your favorite character from that film? Like, who, who do you think, like, hit you the most? So, uh, oh, I guess from the just the movie in general, yeah, or are we talking yeah, about the other thing? No, so, okay, so I guess for, probably my favorite character from that probably be Ray. I mean, obviously I was happy because obviously you can clearly tell this is finally her movie. She actually gets screen time. She actually gets to be a lead. She actually gets to like do things other than just do random Skype calls. And so, <laughs> <laughs> like, so like to me, like I really enjoyed Ray in this movie. I mean, I enjoyed a lot of the characters. Movie, but overall, like this is Ray's movie, and I think she nailed it, and she got to do everything, and I liked what she did in the movie. So I will say on that Ray point, and specifically on the Skype, the, the Skype calls point is I liked that when they brought that in in Rise of the Skywalker, because you still end up with those same moments where Kylo is where Ray is, and Ray is where Kylo is, and they're doing that like thing. Um, but it's always tense and actiony, and like it's well done. Like I didn't feel weird about it yeah the cinematography in those scenes was fantastic my favorite character was poe i mean i don't think that's a shock as a as a surprise to no one who follows kate on twitter or is a fan of this guest and i loved poe because of his sexy collarbones that would show when his 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 his, his shirt would flow in the wind no um wow chicka wow wow i, I really love poe because for me um this so I actually, one of the things I loved about The Last Jedi was the opening. I loved the opening scene of The Last Jedi because you're in it with Poe and you get to see him in his element. 
And then one of the things I didn't like, which I already mentioned, was just he turned into, like, just this antagonist, and any sort of uh, connections he had with other characters were disposed of, and nothing was really, like, seen. In The Last Jedi. The Last Jedi. Is, yeah, yeah. And jump to Rise of the Skywalker, and right off the bat, you're thrown into this beautiful friendship with him and Poe, or with him and Finn. You're thrown into this beautiful friendship with him and Ray, where they're just, like, bickering with each other because, like, they broke each other's toys. And, like, I guess, they, well, BB-8 isn't a toy. She's an amazing little droid. But hey, 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 if you watch Solo, you know that the Millennium Falcon is basically a droid, too. Yes. Okay, that's fair. Um, <laughs> Uh, R.I.P. L3. <laughs> <laughs> but the most beautiful thing for me is that Poe is always sure of himself. And he was sure of himself in that entire movie until Leia was gone. And you have, like, this clear moment where he kind of understands that the strength he has, like, came from having her support. And he's just like, I don't know if I can do this and that he, he can't do it alone and i get and he he shares it with finn and then you jump to the end and he thinks all is lost and like oscar isaac can act the hell out of things with just his face it's so good and you just see like this fear and this regret that like oh my god like i i'm like i'm getting people killed again like i i don't know what i can do and he feels like he's failed as a leader and then all of a sudden people are there and it's great but like I don't know. It was Poe had a very emotional arc, and he was also hilarious, and he was like just courageous and confident, and it's everything that I wanted, or like it's everything I wanted from Poe and for Poe. Um, he's a freaking general now. Hell yeah. Yeah, yeah. My favorite character is the other general, Finn. <laughs> Finn's my dude, man. I've loved Finn since The Force Awakens. I think it's a very cool to have a defective jedi like even in the last jedi like the parts there are parts i don't like but i like his arc of like uh do i defect do i have to defect his conversation with um dj like when he finally learns that oh wait maybe the resistance isn't as clean cut as it's described to be it, like his arc is great and i think he finally comes into his own in the rise of the skywalker where he is basically leading essentially with poe for the most part like they have this really cool like dichotomy that i just love so much and he just loves so freaking hard in this movie this dude watched ray a probably one of the most powerful jedi we've ever seen in star wars go on the skiff by herself and he's like hey no i need to go help her let me go with her on this skiff and somehow they make it he just loves so hard and he just deserves all the love and care and hugs in the world and he's just some dude who got picked up as a kid, trained to be a stormtrooper, and he finally comes into his own, realizing, like, hey, the Resistance is where I need to be, and it's just fantastic. I just love everything that Finn does in this movie, and I just want him to be happy for the rest of his life. And this is not to say that I don't like the other characters, but Finn, I just love Finn. I think Finn is great, and he just needs all the happiness. <laughs> So I'm gonna cheat a little bit. <laughs> all of them. <laughs> We're gonna cheat. All of them now. Now I'm gonna cheat a little bit. Um so okay, so you guys know that I read everything, Star Wars, all right. Um I read Resistance Reborn, I read Spark of the Resistance, which are the two books that lead up to this. I mean there's some other ones too. Um the Vimarati's book, uh some like some ban uh Batu stuff, but that was mainly for the theme park. I mean 
because it's canon. But uh, <laughs> but in general, um, I read like every Star Wars thing, I, and I read Poe's entire comic series and everything leading up to this. And Poe was the first comic that actually, or the first anything Star Wars that gave us a little bit of insight to things, not a lot, but a little bit of insight to things after the Last Jedi. Like it showed like Finn and Poe and um and Ray on a ship together, like talking and stuff. And I was just like so excited. I was like, oh my god, this is like after. Like, this is the newest thing, like, after The Last Jedi, you know? Um, so Poe, I think, as far as the franchise, is definitely my favorite franchise character. I know we're not supposed to talk about the franchise. It's supposed to be just this movie. However, he made such an impact in this movie. And then when you when you add in Resistance Reborn, especially, uh, he was the main character in that book. Uh, trying Like, he's reaching and grabbing and trying to do everything he can to pull, to spark the resistance. You know what I mean? That, that was his whole thing. Spark the fire, you know, that will burn the, the first order to the ground or whatever. And he he does that in that book. Like, he's he's trying so hard to, to like, go to a different planet to say, hey, join us. And, like, he gets shot down almost every time. And it's like, he talks to Maz, and Maz kind of sort of shoots him down. It's like all these different things. I know it's not the movie exactly, but when you see... When you read that stuff and then lead into the movie and then watch him in the movie, that was him still trying to do that, trying to do every possible thing against all possible odds. And it was freaking huge. Like, Poe, like, I, like it was huge. And, I, and unlike, I think Kate, Kate didn't like Poe's arc in The Last Jedi. I did like it because... Even though it wasn't Poe at his best, I felt like that was just part of his development, like a lowest point kind of thing. So, you know what I mean? Hold on. I didn't <laughs> because of how he was written as an antagonist. I didn't oh, okay. mind that happening. I minded how it was written out. Like, that plot works, but I don't think it was executed well. Okay, I got you. I got you. Um, I mean, I, I, yeah, I didn't feel... I mean, I know a lot, yeah, a lot of people did say, oh, Poe's the... He's a he's the reason everything happened. I, I didn't think yeah, he's, he's a misogynist, and he's that's basically what was written. And yeah, that that was like the biggest part. Yeah, yeah, that that. Well, I, I guess I didn't get it from that. From that, I guess the the internet was tripping. Yeah, the fandom fandom was yes. tripping. Um, but I I thought that that was a good like a learning. Like I feel like it was learning. You know what I mean? Because he made he made mistakes in that movie, and then also like in his comic he makes mistakes. And Leia's. Especially in the comic. I'm sorry to keep referring. But pull out a whole comic, damn it. <laughs> and Leia's always admonishing him in his comic. You know what I mean? She's always like, Poe, do that. But then she always trusts him at the same time. She's always like, okay, you just effed up, but you're our best guy. And I need yeah, you to do yeah. this. You know what I mean? And, and, you know. I don't want to undercut Poe, but I think this is why Finn is so great. Because Finn is finally <laughs> getting his due in the comics. Or right, he's finally yeah. getting Finn. Finn right, is getting right. his due in the comics now, and it's great. The saddest thing, like Finn, has been the most underwritten and underused character across. Yes, the Dude, that's, look at that's, all of the stuff he does in the entire franchise. Like, who goes? Like, this dude was raised from birth, indoctrinated from right. ever. I love Poe. Poe also <laughs> had rebel heroes as his parents. 
first of all. Like, Poe, like, or Finn had all this stuff to go against him. We all can't grow up with a forest tree. It's fine. Yeah, we all can't grow up with a forest tree, okay? Right. And, like, be in the Navy have, and learn how to fly from one of the best pilots in the, in the, rebel, in the Rebels. And Poe, and Finn still does that and becomes a general. It's and dope. The, the, fact that, the fact that he was right. So, Stormtroopers, I don't think Stormtroopers themselves, just talking about any random Stormtrooper, are inherently just bad. Well, oh, of course, raised like that. that was one of the yeah. Things that rise of that rise of Skywalker did was it showed right. us that it showed yeah. right. that Finn wasn't the only defector. And exactly. Exactly. The one of the things that I really like that they did. This is the first film where we actually get to see like a diverse crew on those on those ships. Under Dude, so yeah. diverse. Yeah. Like, yeah. There was, there, there was hell. There was hell at everybody. <laughs> <laughs> just like human centric because the empire hated, hated aliens but like it right was, right it was probably for me i think that this was one of the best looks into that because mm -hmm. it let you know that there is more than just what we've seen on the surface which i think that we really lost in the last jedi to my to my opinion and the force awakens we didn't see much of it either but mm -hmm. here i feel like we got a nice little cutout window into everything with jana and finn and like jana yeah. kind of like reaffirming that like there are more fins out there um, yeah and, right. and, and i don't want to like cut off people who haven't read the comics but finn grew like in in the force awakens and i know we're talking about like that in general but force awakens when you have that traitor line with that stormtrooper who's like traitor that was like finn, finn that grew was up with huge. that dude he grew up with that dude in the comics like those dudes went through like the academy as kids and like that dude was indoctrinated, but Finn had this pool or that feeling that we see in the Rise of Skywalker that some people feel to like be, hey, wait, this isn't right. But the traitor TR whatever eighty eight whatever whatever he, they decided to make his name like didn't have that. Like that's that's the it's the pool to like the dark and to the that morality thing that I don't think that is touched on enough when it comes to the First Order Stormtroopers until this movie. So what you're saying is we need a force, First Order movie. Give it to me. I'm down. I, I, I also, I, you see it in Star Wars Rebels. Again, I don't want to go back to the whole other thing. Let's, let's, Star Wars Rebels goes Rise into that. So, so we're going to talk about Rise of the Skywalker? Yes. We're going to talk about comics and other stuff. Look, this is... Look. Hold on. Okay, before we go into like the, the favorite character <laughs> part of it, or like the favorite mode of this, look, <laughs> this is the capsulation of everything that's happened in the Star Wars universe as far as like when Disney take over. This includes... The Clone Wars. This includes Star Wars Resistance. This includes Rebels. It's a whole culmination of the Star, War Star Wars or the Skywalker arc. And I'm sorry, this includes the books. This includes the comics. This includes the shows. So when you get that stuff, that's why you have Ahsoka. Why you have Kanan. Why you have all these other people. Oh, don't give me Star Wars. Don't show up don't show up in the movies it's bigger than just the movies now i'm sorry it's bigger than the movies yeah. at this point this podcast is just that movie <laughs> but, saying, but this movie is also a end end point on okay. everything we've seen me, up to this point all right let me, let me, let me make some comments on the character thing get to that point okay, okay no hold on, hold on let me make some comments on the character all right so i, I mentioned i was cheating a little bit because because poe poe Pro, well, that's a lot of cheating. Those here, okay? It's Adrian's fault. Dang it! <laughs> All right, you cheated first, and I was like, "Oh, we're cheating." Okay, no, cheat. no, because no, Poe was like, he was my favorite in the movie because of how much he was built with all the other lore. However, Ray was also my favorite, specifically for the movie because oh, of, yeah. of of how much her her arc, can, like she, how much she learned and and what she went through in this arc. 
she was clearly dealing with a lot of stuff. And that was one of the lines, and we'll, we'll get into some of my issues with this particular film, but that was one of the lines that held true through the movie was her arc, specifically. You know what I mean? Um, like, she she was able to, like, with everything that she, you know, she was told by Luke in The Last Jedi, going into this movie, she was able to struggle with that a little bit. Her whole thing with finding out being Palpatine and using the Force lightning by accident, um, and, and all, all of that stuff, it, it kind of came, she was struggling with it. You know what I mean? It wasn't like, Oh no! I talked to Luke, and now I'm just this badass Jedi, like Luke, like Luke was in Return of the Jedi. All of a sudden, I'm not. I'm not knocking on Luke. <laughs> I'm just saying, like he came, he walked into Jabba's palace like a beast. Like, yo, what's up? <laughs> you know, and, and Ray was still trying to figure it out in in um, Episode Nine. You know what I mean? And I liked that she was still trying to figure it out because that's what the legacy of that's what a Jedi is. You're always learning. One of the best things about Yoda's arc, Yoda is the oldest. In, in, in most, in most uh, I'll say, learned or experienced Jedi. And every time you see Yoda in any arc, whether it's a TV show, comic, whatever, he's always learning. Every single one. Because Jedi, the way you're supposed to be is to never stop learning. And that's what Ray's doing in this movie. I, f- I felt like Luke did that in episode eight. He was learning some things. And then in, in, in episode nine, Ray was still learning things. You know what I mean? And uh, I hope that theme continues on. I, so, yeah, it's kind of full in Ray for different reasons. But, yeah, that's, that was my cheat. So I was going to say, so for my part, like, I did enjoy a lot of the characters. But from this movie specifically, I just thought, like, Ray did the best, which obviously this is her movie. I did like yeah. that we got Finn more in this movie. Like, mm-hmm. Finn was my favorite going in here. And it was Ray, <laughs> but he actually did something besides get assaulted. Like, he just uh, did a last movie. But, right. like... Finally, seeing them to actually do something and like seeing everybody like seeing the trio together because I actually did like all three Poe, obviously Ray and then Finn in this movie, and then we had some of the back uh, side characters actually play nice, decent roles for, for what they were doing. But like, mm-hmm. it was finally good to see like all of them, and just from the movie alone, I think because it is a Ray movie, it seems like is why Picker is my favorite character. But like, that's not to like knock and say some of the other characters like oh they were just there. Yeah, Finn mm-hmm. and Poe actually were great in this movie as well. Because I think also, like as a whole, I think any anywhere the camera went in this film, I think it went with intent, and I think it went mm-hmm. like yeah. I also really appreciate because I hate Kylo Ren, and a lot of that was actually so. A lot of that he's a bad was, guy. Well, he's a bad guy. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of that was from The Last Jedi because The Last Jedi made him there were just things about him where he turned like super freaking whiny and super annoying and like, all that whereas like in The Force Awakens I just felt he was like this badass this goes conversely to like Rey just left him in a forest to die <laughs> in the forest. and now in The Last Jedi she's like oh let's touch hands oh you don't have a shirt on this is perfectly normal um, this one, I got that that antagonism between them. There was, and it wasn't, which is why I like, which is why one of my least favorite parts is the kiss. Um, oh my god, we'll, we'll talk about that. I think that his his transformation from Kylo to Ben, I think, was done really well in this film because at the end of the day, Star Wars has always been about redemption. And Star mm. Wars has always been about hope. And right. I would yeah. argue that he has more of a redemptive arc in this movie than Anakin has in Return of the Jedi. That's why Leia, that's why Leia oh. and Rogue One was so powerful. 
exactly. where she showed up and she just said hope. Like that, 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 that touched my soul because I was like, oh my god, that's Star Wars. <laughs> important things, which is why, like, I do like I walked out. I walked in hating hating Kylo Ren. I walked out liking Ben Solo. Mm, that I think that's perfect. That's yeah. my yeah exactly. I want more Ben Solo because he was so good as Ben Solo. So speaking of Kyle Ren, was everybody okay with the redemption arc thing? Yes. Did you like it? Not like it? Okay with it. Hmm. I thought it was much better in this movie. Um, I was worried about how they were going to do it, but I think it went well. I think people are like, oh, fan, I, and I'm sure fan service will come up at some point when we do this. This episode. oh, there was hell of fan service. I got thoughts about that. But I'm a fan, and I like to be serviced, so seeing Han Solo being like, when he's like, Dad, and he said, I know, dog, I fell in my seat. I fell in my seat. At first, I was thrown off by it, but then you realize he's speaking, like, he's literally saying the same words he said to him in The Force Awakens, because he is a memory. Like, that, like, he had both of his parents intervene with him. Like that. Yes, at the most important moments of his life. That's powerful. We need that. Oh, I wanted to see Hayden Christensen. First of all, y'all don't deserve to see Hayden Christensen. After all of the stuff, all of the shit y'all gave him after the prequels, Hayden Christensen, y'all don't deserve him. You don't deserve him. (laughs) You don't deserve him. Y'all don't. I'm sorry. I'm not saying y'all as in like Kate Witts and Matt. I'm saying the overall Star Wars fandom doesn't deserve Hayden Christensen's acting. Because he does a pretty good job of being a whiny little asshole. He plays a fantastic whiny teenager. <laughs> okay, and I, y'all don't I, deserve I, I, him. Okay, okay. Anyway, uh, uh, cool uh, cut out. Next thing, Ritz, what we got here? <laughs> That's a perfect point. Because people point. on the it's internet are like, why didn't Hayden Christensen show up? Why wasn't he a force ghost? That's why. Because y'all don't deserve him. And he doesn't deserve to be there. <laughs> I need both Ritz and Adrian to lower the gains on your mics. Oh, my bad, my bad. I'll lower the gain. My bad. God damn it. Okay, so I'm getting hype, so I'm talking louder. My bad. I know, y'all just trying to get hype and hype, and I'm like, one, I've already had to turn my volume down, and two, Jesus. we're getting sidetracked. My thought, my, my thoughts on the redemption arc. All right. Should the redemption have happened? Yes. Did the redemption happen properly? Not really. And the reason why I think that, or I feel that way, is because all of Kylo Ren's redemption was internal. You gotta think about it. Everything mm. he did was still effed up. Like, he was still killing people at the beginning of this movie. Everything he did was still effed up. He was still horrible all the way until he realized, oh, Ray healed me. Like, <laughs> and my mom yeah. died. Right? Like, you know what I'm saying? He was still, I mean, don't get me wrong. The whole, the, uh, the whole arc, yeah, internally he was struggling. Internally, we saw the, the thing with his dad, and then we saw the thing with his mom in, in Last Jedi. And then here... No, 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 no. Hold on, hold on. I didn't, I didn't, I didn't say, I didn't say the redemption was horrible. I'm just saying that as far as a person being redeemed, he didn't do anything prior to him casting off the Kylo Ren. He didn't do anything prior to ca- when he cast off the Kylo Ren the title. You know what I mean? He didn't do anything but realize that, oh, snap, my mom died and Ray saved me. Like, that's kind of like what woke him up. And I was cool with that. Don't get me wrong. But he was still a horrible person all the way up until that point. You know what I mean? Struggling and, and, and we could see it, but still horrible all the way to the point. His actual redemption came when he gave his life at the end, 
which I was that's cool a, with that. That's a fantastic point because Darth Vader to the rest of the universe still a terrible person. Yeah, that's the thing. Darth Vader, Darth Vader <laughs> was horrible. Still a terrible up person. Until he threw Palpatine into the whatever into the. He literally he still literally <laughs> murdered that that village at the start of the Force Awakens. Still a terrible person. That's not, that's not, that's not, that's not, Darth Vader is still a terrible person, but he still gets that redemption. No, no, I'm not, I'm not saying the redemption was bad overall. It, though. I, I'm not saying bad. I'm not saying the redemption was bad overall, and it was better served by the fact that he died as a result. Yes. No, like, yes, if, yes. He, if he didn't die, that would have been like, what the f? I'm not saying that it was bad. I'm just, I'm just speaking on it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, like the fact. I just want to. I just want to voice the fact that Kylo Ren was horrible, just like Vader, up until the point of, oh, I love somebody. <laughs> and oh, this person has passion. Like, like he, like Kylo you know, was a Star Wars villain, is what you're saying. Right, right, right. Like, like, like Kylo Ren realized that there's a such thing as compassion when Ray healed him. The same way that Vader realized there's such thing as compassion when Luke threw down his lightsaber and all, and he was getting burnt up by Palpatine. You know what I mean? So yeah, it, there was there was the similarities there. But I, I just want to note the fact that Kylo Ren is still an that person to write people's minds, okay? <laughs> Can I ask a sub-question? Is Kylo Ren's redemption better than Vader's? No, it's about the same. <laughs> I think Kylo Ren's is better than Vader's because he has the whole moment with his dad. Yeah, and Vader's oh, yeah, just sure. like, oh, hey, my son I knew about last movie is getting force, force lightning. Maybe I should kill this guy. Where, like, Ren has this okay, interaction with his dad he killed. And Vader has what thirty <laughs> years or, or not thirty years, but like no, twenty no, years point. of literally killing kids and killing people. <laughs> and he's like, know, "Hey, maybe this is bad." Okay, hold on, hold on. Newer movies have nuance. Okay, that's that's. <laughs> I'm gonna put it that way. If if if, if the if the originals were made today, Vader would have more nuance. Okay. No, no, no. It's fine. No, no, no. It's no, no. It's fine. No, it's yeah. fine. Okay. It's fine. It's, it's, I mean, it's the same way. Okay, it's the same way. Uh, so you have to take the time that the movies are made with a grain of salt. It's the same way that the Luke, I mean, the Obi Wan and um, Vader fight was like two old guys holding sticks and looking at each other. <laughs> you know what I mean? Until, until you see what an update version will look like when you watch uh, SC thirty thirty eight um, yeah. on YouTube, and you see, oh, yeah. this is how this fight would have went. I mean, like, I but but you get it, you know. No, <laughs> For example, in Rise of Kylo Ren that just came out on Wednesday before the movie popped out. Um, after Kylo did his whole thing with burning down the Forest Temple, um, he, I'm, I'm not giving any spoilers. I'm just telling you where the comic takes place. This is not a spoiler on that comic. You can still go read it. But he has, um, he has remorse and he holds back a lot against his fellow Jedi. Like he doesn't just like wow out and kill everybody. Like he, you know what I mean? Like he, he Vader has, kills not fully... everybody. Right. Anakin <laughs> immediately killed a bunch of kids. Kylo Ren was like, Oh, hold on! I'm not really bad yet. <laughs> you know, he's a, so he's a, he's a more compelling villain than Vader because he has that pull to the light that we don't really see with Anakin in the prequels up until he's like, "Hey, this dude's shocking my kid. Maybe I should throw this guy over this ledge." Right, right. But you no, know, I mean, like, like to to, to Kate's point, I think generally, yeah, Kyle's is better. I mean, he was executed better. You know what I mean? Like, it was, it, it is what it is. I just, I just wanted to voice the. The fact that the dude was still bad <laughs> all the way to that point. <laughs> it was one of the things heading in this movie. I wasn't because I do like the have clear bad guys, good guy thing, which I think we've lost part of thing, which even though I know it's complexity or whatever 
crap that people keep talking about today, but they really don't like that. But anyways, um, I think for the most part, I didn't wasn't sure if I was going to like it, but I did end up liking it only because like you could see it kind of foreshadowed a little bit as we talked about between you all mentioning like you see other moments within the other movies or at least movie of like him doing like good stuff. But then like obviously we've mentioned like he did a lot of bad things. Mm, and then yeah. obviously with him dying, I think plays overall of like I'm just okay with it and didn't mind it as well. Right. Which I guess Star Wars talk, Yeah. So if we're gonna talk about the redemption thing, do we want to bring up the kiss now then? Yeah. Since that pretty much thing. So I guess the main thing since I'll probably as I transition the main problem with the whole redemption thing, which I was good with it until we have as we pretty much probably all discussed and thought about was the kiss. Are we for kiss or bad against kiss? This was the only piece of fan service that I hated. Like that, like that's the only piece of fan service that I hated because Me too. at the end of the day, I think like they, they killed Ben. So they pissed off all the Raylos on the internet, but then they gave them a kiss. So they pissed off all the anti Raylos on the internet. And I was like, this is a stupid <sighs> And then just within the context of the movie, I never felt anything romantic between them. Thank you. (laughs) Yes. It very much felt like two people, literally two people who operated on the same wavelength and understood each other because they could get in each other's heads. Right. But not necessarily people who were romantically put together. And so for me, when that happened, one, it just, I, it, it was jarring and I didn't like it. I thought it would have been nicer if they had done it Rogue One style where they just kind of like held each other. Like that would have been fine. And in Rogue One, they could have kissed. That would have been better. No, like, no, no, no. <laughs> oh no, no, not better. I'm sorry. I take that back. Not better, but that would have been more appropriate than this. Yeah. <laughs> I, I just feel like over this entire, over this entire, well, actually these last two movies, there have just been a lot of forced romance that I don't think works. Like, you don't need it. You don't have right. to have people romantically evolve. Thank like, you! Like, people can be <laughs> intimate and still not be, like, romantic. Like, you can have an intimate connection with somebody without it being something that is romantic. I compl- you are hitting everything. Yeah. I might have to talk because you got it. <laughs> yeah, I, really, I it, it, it undercut everything for me. And I just, I, I don't like it. I don't like it. It's the same reason I don't like people. I don't, I don't, I I just don't like it. I didn't like it. I thought it undercut, and probably the only thing that, like, I was all up to the redemption arc until it happened, and I was like, oh, that. Um, I did, like, think, I didn't mind them hugging, because I still never thought they were, like, basically said they were never romantic to me. I never saw, right. like, a thing. It was a weird thing. I guess the only thing was she woke up, and, like, because obviously saved her, and she was, like, full of adrenaline, probably because I went through it, so I didn't mind any, like, sort of, like, I guess, quote-unquote, affection or whatever thing towards each other, because they just went through all that together. But I didn't want the kiss. That was just—I just want a Star Wars movie without a cringy kiss. At this point, yeah, like, uh, like <laughs> that was just that. That and our boy Finn just chased her around for three. Which months. is also probably the more thing that made me upset. <laughs> Which I'll speak on because Finn was my favorite character, and my boy <laughs> literally does so much in this movie just for Ray to kiss mm. Kylo Ren. Oh, they're oh. a forced dyad and blah, 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 blah. Okay, headcanon. Okay, I guess that makes sense. They're destined to be together, blah, 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 blah. But my boy Finn does so much. Literally uh, was like, hey, Ray, before we die, I have to tell you, and then get sucked into a hole. Right. And you don't let it happen. And that's the only the only reason I, I have a problem with the kiss, because I'd rather that kiss been with Finn. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Or, if it like, was going to be a kiss, it, it should have been with Finn. It like, should have been with Finn. I, I, honestly, I'm 100% with Kate. This shouldn't have been a freaking kiss, period. 
Like, just like when they were embracing and everything, and I was like, oh, wow, powerful. Like, even when they were just hugging and even when they were touching his face, I was like, that's powerful. And then the thought entered my mind, wait, are they about to kiss? And I was like, God, no. And then they did it. And I was like, no. <laughs> so it was, it was just so, like you said, jarring. Like, yeah, it was, it, it's, it's definitely super jarring. It was but nothing, there was, there was, nothing, nothing, there was nothing romantic between them. Everything was intense. And I get it. They had a connection because of all the stuff they've been through. But it was not romantic at all. It was more, it was even more, like, it was even more akin to siblings than, than uh, romance. To be honest, I <laughs> Yeah. And, and my, my issue with this is the way that I, I rectify, and I've been thinking about it all day, the way that I rectify, like, that kiss is that, one, Leia and Luke kiss in the fifth movie. Oh god. Why? It's gross. <laughs> it's weird. Of that. <laughs> it's real weird. And two, Luke or, or Anakin and Padme's relationship is terrible for literally three movies. Yeah. And their relationship is much worse than oh, than, it's, than it's, Raylo. It's only terrible. A hundred and ten percent worse than Raylo. <laughs> yeah. So like I'm like, uh, that case is bad, but is it worse than when Anakin is like when, when when Padme's like, don't look at me like that. And he's hold like, on, don't look on. at me like what? Hold on. And then he looks at her. It was portrayed badly. It was portrayed worse. I'm not going to say the relationship was worse. It was portrayed worse. <laughs> because it was better in... <laughs> yeah, they're both, they're both really oh, no, 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 at the end, no, at the end. No, yeah, Anakin... But I'm talking before Anakin got all, got all angry. Did you see the Clone Wars? Like, those ending <laughs> seasons, he real freaking controlling of her. You know what I'm saying? Even in the series of the Clone Wars... Before it, he's real bad in that too. He's not Kylo Ren. That's what I'm saying. And okay. he clearly, there yeah, he, no right. You're right because he's worse. But, but, what, 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 abuse, but like he it, he has continued abuse with somebody he is. Oh, no, 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 no. He was he was Kylo Ren is like or like he 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 was essentially like he did that mind rape thing, which was awful. Right. And that that is why I think it's very bad to have those two together because of the literal bad things he did to her. But right. to Adrian's point, anime, uh, Anakin or Padme are worse because that's sustained over a very long time. A long time. One more note. One more yeah, note. Like, and Anakin like 11 years old when Padme yeah, like, like Oh, gosh. <laughs> <laughs> okay, before, before we get off the relationship thing, the, 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 the last positive point I want to make about, about the relationship thing is that, uh, and not their relationship, but in general, was... Pin uh, or not pin? Wow, I'm mixing their names. Oh, I did up. want to ask Poe. Before you go to that one, can I ask about like since we brought it up a little bit? Um, yeah, I did not like. Can we ask about like the Finn Ray thing? Are we okay with just kind of he spent like basically this whole trilogy and most of this movie doing everything for her and then just kind of has a hug and we never find anything out or like Finn is why? too good for Ray. I mean, outside of that, <laughs> that out, but outside of that, like obviously Ray kissed somebody else, have their kiss, but even whether they had a kiss or not kiss. But, like, they don't even have, like, we don't know what uh, Finn even ever was going to say. They don't get the... Yeah, that, that, that is true. Even even if, even if they didn't kiss or anything, that is 100% true. They should have had a moment. Yeah. I mean, hell. I, and, I, and, I, and I will talk later on when you guys bring up about the black people in this movie. But even Jenna and, 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 and Finn have a moment. And they just met. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. You know what I mean? Finn and Rose have a moment at the very end when he's choosing to stay, which was a bit, like, which, which for me right. was a powerful scene because it was him actually getting to choose to do something for himself instead That's of having true. somebody come in and, like, take him out of his choice, which I, I still don't like. I still hate the ending of The Last Jedi and I still don't like Rose, but... That, that, that's true, yeah. Like, the fact that, like, Finn had moments with every character... Yeah. 
but Ray, like the, the when you put it like that, Matt, like that's definitely on one. Like I think this movie was near perfect, but I do have issues with it. And I do think that that's one of them. Because so that's the thing. Like I, I would, I wish they would kiss. I've always wanted Finn and Ray from the beginning, but it was one of those. Like I was okay if they didn't, but the fact that like we don't, know what Finn says they never have a moment. Apparently, the whole time Finn's like Ray's dead. Ray's not dead. I feel Ray, but we don't know. Like outside of like he's force sensitive, like we don't know like why all of a sudden just Ray. The, oh, to that point, so we haven't talked about well, favorite parts yet. My dude wait, 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 felt wait. Ray. He felt Ray. Why <laughs> wait, is wait, my wait. dude not a Jedi? <laughs> yeah. Wait, hold, hold, hold Before we get to that, before we get yeah, to that. Yeah. My, my, my last point on the relationship thing in general between characters in any way, romantic or the thing that I felt the most. Outside of any romance, because it made sense and it felt right, was the hug at the end between yeah. Poe, Finn, and Ray. That was it. That oh, hug. So and, 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 and Finn's the look on Finn's face, hugging all of them. Yeah. That's, That's why I said at the beginning, he loves so hard. Exactly. We, my, my wife and I, like just before Matt and Katie come, we'd watch that scene between, you know, we'd watch Finn between The Last Jedi. But since the moment he woke up, where's Ray? And then we, when he right. hugged Ray, dude, I hug my female friends pretty regularly. I don't hug my female friends like that. When <laughs> Finn is at the end of this movie is hugging those people, I that's some. Yes, Adrian has never, in fact, hugged me like that. Yes, <laughs> I have never <laughs> hugged Kate like that ever in my life, man. But that's some. That is. I mean, you're not a hugger. I, you want, do you want me to hug you like that, no, Matt? We, we can do that we, we, next hey, time. Hey, we, Matt, Matt, when I meet you in person, which will happen inevitably, I'm gonna hug you. <laughs> next time we see you, Matt, you in your 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 Jedi robe that you're wearing right now at the time of this recording, I'm gonna hug you like that. <laughs> Finn is just like this, just love bug who just hugs people with this just love that no one could match. Right. Just, yeah, I agree. That that end scene. And can we talk about favorite parts now? Because I think that's yeah, my favorite okay. part of the movie. Yeah, yeah okay. That, so that's my favorite part of the movie. When Finn is looking around, watching all these people kiss, and you have that interracial, you have that uh, that the, the lesbian kiss, and you have like all this other stuff, and you have all these people like embracing each other, and Finn's just looking for his two friends to just hug. Right. That's a beautiful scene. Yeah, that was it's beautiful. Which is why it would have been more powerful if there wasn't any romance in here, because then it would have been like the power of friendship and family, and that is it. Yeah. Thank you. Right. Thank yeah. you. One hundred percent on the head. Yeah, let's just keep that comment in. That's perfect. <laughs> <laughs> so I guess obviously that was your favorite moment stuff. Like, what is I guess everybody's kind of favorite moment, whatnot of this movie? I do want to start with my favorite moment. And it wasn't even in the. It wasn't even in the movie. It was in the movie theater of this movie. <laughs> because was, I'm gonna talk about Adrian because it was such a great theater moment. I don't care. Um, so one. We look and we decide they come in there and they look to Rose saying, hey, are you coming? And they go, and she goes, no. And both Adrian and I blew out this big sigh of relief. And we get funny because we did it so loud, we both heard each other and looked over and just laughed. And we both went, deep breath. And then we kept going. And it was just like. Because it looked like they were going to kiss. And me and Matt were like, are they going to do it? Are they going to kiss right now? And they didn't. And it was just very relieving. Yes, yeah. it was great. But. And the other part. Like, Oh shit! Oh, we're gonna talk about the other part because the other part was pretty good too. I, I think we had a really good there as well. Which one? When Luke was like, "Yeah, I messed up by oh. leaving everybody." I mean, you looked at each other. Was like, "Was that a dig?" Yes, that was. Was awesome. that a dig yeah. at the last movie? I'm not really sure. Yeah, I'm was, not really sure. Yeah. Was because he he kind of delivered that line. It's like a very like oh, direct he like. Deliberate. 
Kate, uh, I, mean, I don't know what Kate felt, um, but I know, like, I mean, Adrian, I felt like it was a dig. He, the way Mark Hamill delivered that line, it felt like it was I a also dig. don't think that it was a dig, because if you look at the progressions of different Jedi, including Yoda and Rebels, Yoda acknowledges that his fear... This is in Rebels. Sorry. Yeah, I brought it up, too. <laughs> but, like, no, but there's precedent. There's precedent for older Jedis realizing when fear has controlled them, because facing your fear is the big point in this movie. Let's say always learning. Yeah, you're always having to learn. And I think at the time, like we knew, Luke thought it was a good idea. And at that point, he realized that it was not. He should have kept fighting and he gave up. So yeah, he but he should have learned that from Yoda last time. The reason I thought, like, when I looked at Adrian, was one, they literally, it's literally what we saw in the last movie to, like, down. We get Porgs, we get the island, we get everything. And then mm. Mark Hamill comes out with, like, the complete opposite. Yeah, but was like, that was a mistake. That's a line. I haven't seen the movie again, so I don't know. But he was like, "Yeah, I messed up. I shouldn't have done that. You're right. Like, I shouldn't have done that. Get out of here. What are you doing? Go help your friends. Did you hear Poe at the beginning of the movie? What are you doing?" <laughs> so, which I, so, I don't take issue with that that much. Like, they're different directors, and they. Oh, I didn't. Things. It wasn't a wasn't necessarily taking issue. It was just one of those. It was talk about. The second time, Adrian and I both like looked right at each other, like yeah. When we talk about like favorite parts of like the movie, when, when like in the beginning, you're like that's an experience. I don't have that experience with anybody else. I think, but Matt, I think, yeah, in that movie, and we yeah. had those. We had that moment twice, and I think it was beautiful. Yes, <laughs> that was our own moment. <laughs> yeah, that wasn't a movie moment. That was mine and Adrian's moment. <laughs> um, but I guess moving into favorite moments, uh, you've mentioned uh, Adrian somewhat. Um, your favorite moment, if you want to go a little bit more. Finn and Force sensitivity? Yes. Yeah, for sure. When he felt that, I lost my mind. But I've been saying since the first movie, like, this dude wields his lightsaber like he is a Jedi, and I would love for him to be one. I think he feels that that pull to the light the same way that Kylo feels that, that pull to the light. And I don't know what that is other than, like, kind of some sort of Force sensitivity. We don't have Seekers going out to find kids anymore, so I think Force sensitivity is, like, a much broader sense now. And when he felt that, no one else felt that other than Finn how did how does he feel that that moment happened with Rey dying when all the Jedi are dead Leia's dead you have no other Jedi but Finn feels it how how do you explain it other than, than okay. Finn is force sensitive so so I didn't like it and I didn't like it not because of them making Finn force sensitive I didn't like it because it was incongruent with previous movies to me <laughs> and I think you're wrong <laughs> I didn't, no, no, I'm serious. I'm serious because because they they purposely so they gave us the bait and switch in seven, right? But they, 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 all the trailers are like, oh, Finn's the, the guy, and then they like took it away and made you know, know ra put a race of you know that was disappointing. But after they did that, it was like okay, they were like trying to lay the groundwork that no, Finn's not. Even when he said, even when um uh Han said that's not the way the Force works and all that, and he was being silly, like like not to me, nothing about Finn led to force sensitivity until to sensitivity until this movie when they when they threw those lines in there. I see you Adrian. <laughs> until this movie when they threw and I thought Horn. I didn't like it. Um and and it was only only because of previous movie. I would have liked it better if it was if it felt more natural from previous films. Yeah. Now now and also hold on I'll make this point. There's a difference between being force sensitive and being used by the force. Okay? So, so I think 
was clearly used by the Force in previous films, but I do think that there has always been a piece of Force sensitivity to him. And it's not, and, and obviously, like, he was trained with weapons, so he knows how to wield the lightsaber. But at the right. end of the day, one of the reasons why he continually pushes towards Ray and why he has hope that Ray is not gone is because he feels that, because he's connected to it. But because he's a freaking defected stormtrooper, we don't have that part of the story. He was he was found by the First Order. He wasn't found by a Seeker. And that's the problem. Like, at the end of the day, especially with the way that this movie finishes out that story, they knew that Rey was a Palpatine, so they knew to gravitate towards Rey, so Rey got everything. But I think if you take a different situation, Finn also gets that, that focus. Okay, I love you. I would have put... Okay, let's put it this way. I would have put hints in prior films and this is not any one director's fault i just think that in general it's one director's fault no, no i come on i think it lays the groundwork in the force awakening no no, 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 no you're right they're not it's not in the very heavily less i, I mean not, he he could have gave uh mas could have gave the the lightsaber to chewbacca could have gave the lightsaber to han solo but she gave it to finn understanding that connection in the force and han solo chewbacca goes one-on-one with kylo ren none of them last as long as finn does no no i can see i can see the argument i mean i i, I can see it you know what i mean i no, just I, I, and doesn't understand how the the controls on a tie fighter works being a sanitary guy on star killer base being on his first mission and is able to like feel that connection with Ray, being able to destroy Tie Fighters, fight fighting them on Jakku. But, but I, How do you explain that other no, than no, no, some okay. kind of force no, 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 sensitivity? No, 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 no. Okay, in... so the force, the force using you, right? So okay, the way I, the way I feel about it, anyways. And I give me one example of someone using the force but not being force sensitive the way that Finn is I, I, well, using on. being I, using I, the force. I don't know. I don't know about using the force. But being connected to Ray via the Force because of how powerful Ray is in the Force itself and his connection to her when he finds her in Jakku. You know what I mean? Give me one example. No, no, I don't have any examples. I'm just saying I don't think him using the Force. <laughs> I think that's him being connected to Ray through the Force. You know what I mean? I don't think it's him think being, you know. But 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 Kate. But, to, but before you say that, Kate, I, I will say Kate's argument is the one that's winning me over the most about about him. You know, if he was put in a different situation. I, I can I can see that maybe he's force sensitive. And he just have that's the argument I made. <laughs> no, no, no. But I guess Kate said it better. I'm sorry. <laughs> I said I said there's no secrets. I literally said that. <laughs> I literally said that. You both, okay, you both said it. You no, both said it. No. <laughs> Kate just more eloquent than I am. It's not my fault. <laughs> Kate's basically a fucking doctor. It's not. It's not my fault. All right. <laughs> okay, y'all both right. Y'all both right. Bye. <laughs> She's force sensitive, okay? <laughs> well, what? Go ahead, Matt. I was going to say, for one, I mean, obviously, didn't like it, that's fine. Um, I said, I think, at the end of the day, we had, like, Kate, probably, you were about to say, of, like, there is a disconnect, because I do feel like the groundwork was laid in The Force Awakens, but we get nothing of that in the second movie, and so to come back to it in the third movie, it is kind of like, well, is it there? Is it not there? What do we got going on? And especially yeah, the way, the dis- yeah, the disconnects from the second movie. Yeah, which then also, I guess, goes to since we're talking about Ray being a power up, are we okay with the, in the Force sensitive? Are we okay with the Force? These Force moves we got in this movie. I am. Hell yeah! I was like, I, <laughs> I loved it. I thought it was great. I didn't mind. Like, you want OP character? OP how, character. However, however, 
and I'm being I'm, I'm being a little bit of a fanboy here <laughs> with Palpatine. I liked what he did. I would have liked if the, it was explained a little bit better because Sith sorcery is a thing, and the Sith use Sith sorcery, and that would have been cool if they would have explained Palpatine's life force drawing as a force sor- or as a Sith sorcery type of move. But that's just me. This is me. <laughs> it was cool, regardless. <laughs> Palpatine looked. Palpatine looked intense. Hell yeah. As hell. Like, <laughs> for me, my favorite part, because um, Matt, that is exactly what I was going to say. Like, at the end of the day, like, I on the Finn stuff, I just, I like, it, it's disconnected from the second movie, but I like that it's disconnected from the second movie because the second movie sidelined him, in my opinion, so far as, like, power um, agency and all of that. So I guess that's why I kind of overlook that, but there is definitely a disconnect. So Ritz, I agree mm. with you, there's a disconnect there, but I think it works with TFA. Um, uh-huh. But my favorite part, um, to, but they're kind of really tied because it's when I felt the most emotional, like emotionally invested in my, in my characters. And it was um, when the first one, which I already says, when Poe, Poe, who is working up, to essentially feel like he's not alone like poe very clearly is the cynic poe very very clearly took the fact that nobody came after crate to mean that he wasn't alone and then zori tells him no they win by making you feel that you're not alone and so he bets on that he Mm -hmm. bets on that he isn't alone and then he's in the middle of it and he loses his his friends Mm mm-hmm and you can see this moment where he breaks. Yeah. And then Lando comes in and he's not alone and it's great. And so that for me is like one of my favorite moments because it it, it it was one of those hopeful things. And then the other moment for me was when Palpatine tells Rey it's in our blood and she makes the choice to not choose that. Because I think a lot of the times, and we hear it all the time, and I've, I've gone through, like, my own family stuff of, like, finally being able to push back against them and be like, yo, I'm not coming. Um, but, like, there is a very important piece to pushing back against what somebody says that you are, especially when they assert dominance over you because of, of a familial relationship. And so when mm-hmm. she very... She doesn't just come to the Force. She actively chooses the light side. She actively chooses to embody the Jedi. And that, for me, is a very, very important and very, very emotional moment in the film that I really liked. Yes, which I guess I was going to, like, obviously bring up the Force stuff of, like, Wessie, but no, the the moment of, basically, I don't have to like my toxic family or my toxic family bloodline, <laughs> <laughs> and I can choose my actual family. Yeah. Um, it was... Yeah. Great. Um, overall, I think I guess we're going with favorite movie. I do want to stick on the Force thing. I was glad to see the Force back in some weird. I, I don't mind the flips. I'm sorry. I like the flips. It's, they were dope. <laughs> I know some people didn't like Um, but obviously seeing lightsabers being used, seeing the Force being used, getting back to like what I enjoy about Star Wars of that. I, I'm sorry, I just don't care about blasters. Like I can hey, get hey, blaster at anything. Blasters, but. Shoes crossbow. <laughs> yeah, but no, but like overall, just being able to see what we got to see more of, like an actual, like you know, some of the the new four stuff we saw between whether it be the labeling stuff, the tell it, the tell the the healing properties, or then like um, I guess would it be 
I don't even know what you would call the movement of objects at this point outside of telekinesis. But telekinesis. I don't know. Yeah. yeah, but I don't know if that's like, is that? It's just, it's force use. Yeah. I, I, but I guess back, of, back, of, the, back of the old computer game on PC was called force pool. <laughs> I, I know, that's what I'm saying. I guess the, my, the problem I have with the telekinesis like definition is like, that's when you like pull something, but you can see something versus the last right. thing. It just appears from one location to another. I don't know if that's. The oh, oh, you're talking about you talking about their connection. Yeah, but that forced yeah. dyad stuff. That was new. Yeah, that was. Yeah, new. That, yeah. that was new. Like I said, obviously telekinesis. Well, yeah, I got that. I meant like the I guess transfer of atoms from one place to another place. Yeah, yeah, that was interesting. I I, I like well, I like that. And there's, I have thoughts about that too. But we're talking about things you like right now, so I won't I won't say about that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Good points. I think I think at the end of the day, like. There's lots of things to like about this movie. I think it's hard to pinpoint one thing that you're like, this was the best thing about the movie because I know watching the movie with Kate, Kate was losing her stuff, as was I, as I looked over at her. But Kate, did you see that thing? I think there's like a lot of things to love about this movie that I don't think we had when we watched previous movies. Yeah. I, I disagree to, to an extent. Boy, you got to rest for All right. So, first, I will say there is not one mo- moment in this movie. That just wowed me like holy crap that was the that was the that was it the way that a couple of moments in the last jedi did the last Jedi, there was a couple of moments that I was like holy crap that was freaking awesome there were a few several like okay you, can you guys play card games or i've played card games right like you know it was like okay it's just like there's like commons uncommons rares epics and like legendaries right okay last jedi had at least one legendary and then Maybe the rest were like rares and like uncommons and stuff like that, right? This movie had a lot of rare moments, but no legendary moments to me. You know what I mean? What was the legendary <laughs> moment? I'm just curious to be honest. Like, 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 for example, the um, in, in Last Jedi, the Haldo thing. I knew he was going to say it. I mean, yeah. it was. But it's it was. I knew it. More than like no, 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 it is. No, 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 no that's not. I'm talking about. I'm talking about like just like holy crap moments. So that was cinematography, not story okay. stuff. Yeah, yeah, just like I didn't have any moments cinematography wise where I was just like, yeah. oh my God, in this movie. I had a lot of, I, had a lot I, of, I hardly agree with you, of, like, I, I, think that, I think that your your feelings are valid in that moment, but I had a lot more legendary moments in this movie than I did in. <laughs> well, hold on, hold on. Let me finish what I'm saying. There was a rare and epic moment, though. You know what I mean? Um, you know what I mean? Like, like Epic is like the one right before Lila Shadir. Because there's nothing that, to me, there was nothing to hit the hold on maneuver, all right? Because that was just like, that blew my mind when I saw it. However, there were a lot of moments that were like, story-wise, emotionally hard-hitting. Kylo at the point of Leia passing. Um, uh, what's her name? The twin sons and, 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 and her proclaiming herself as a Skywalker. Uh, the hug between Finn and stuff. Uh, Luke lifting the thing. Which are all very fan-service, too, the, with the thing it was very fan servicey, but it was still good. No, no, that's what I'm saying. No, that's what I'm saying. It's still good. I'm just sick of fan service. People who no, no, but it game for fucking seven months are now pissed because we had fan service hug. No, 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 but no, no, that, but that's saying it's still good. Like seeing seeing it happen, like see Luke like raise the X wing. I was like smiling and nodding. Yeah, I get. I guess for was. Everybody uses it, and even like kind of like your tone when you use it, like it right. Like you're saying, okay, you're saying I got you. The, the, the only fan service. So no, the, the, no, the, the only bad. There's only two bad fan service movies, I think, or moments, I think, in this movie. That was the kiss. We already talked about that. Yeah. And then that was, and then the other one was Luke showing up, and not that he showed up, 
but just that he showed up and completely refuted everything he said in the last movie. You know, and I can hit more on that when we talk more about, I guess, what we didn't like. Yeah. Or, yeah. But, but, but yeah. And it wasn't. It, yeah, I know you weren't using it that way, or like, right. I got that from you saying that it was your favorite, but I, I like, because of how that word is used when you're like, I love these things, but they were fan service. I was like, wait, you said you love these things because that makes it. Oh, my bad. Okay, okay. I like them. Okay, forget yeah. it. I just say I like them. There was nothing that just like was crazy out of this world for me, like legendary. But um, I would have to say my favorite moment was the lightsaber fight between her and, and, and Kylo on the ship, and specifically at the, the climax when, um, when, when Leia passed, not that I like Leia passing, freaking hurt my soul, but when, when she passed, and then she gets, like, Ray gets him, I like that moment because that, that moment, it's, it told me several things. One, as skilled as Ray is, she has never been formally trained, and Kylo has been extensively formally trained, and there was no way that she should be able to beat him in a regular lightsaber match. Period. You know what I mean? And it showed that because he was beating her. He was beating her throughout the fight. So I like that she didn't just come up with some random out of nowhere maneuver to beat him. I like that it was like an emotional moment that got him, and then she was able to get him. And then when she got him, she felt Leia. He felt Leia, and then she immediately realized, "Holy crap, I'm going down the wrong path when I did this." And then she heals him. You know what I mean? Yeah. That whole part to me was very well done. Yeah. Like, I thought that that encapsulated the Jedi, his redemption. Not that he did anything good before that. But um, I mean, redemption is, as far as realizing, his internal redemption. Uh, <laughs> and then Leia's passing. Um, I do think the cinematography could have been done better with Leia. I get it. She, Carrie Fisher had already passed. Rest, rest in peace. But, but, but I, I, think, I think because, because I've, I've seen the scenes from The Force Awakens, um and and the last Jedi where she's like holding her chest when he's hurt. I feel like more cuts back and forth before she passed during that fight would have made that moment even more powerful as far as cinematography. Yeah, but other but other than that, it was still powerful. So I love that moment the most. So I guess going to that one, obviously, um, Leia passing, and we do hit a little bit of Leia. Not only does she, well, she's Carrie Fisher is gone, but also Leia right. is ends up dying in the movie. But how did we feel about, I guess, the CGI thing? I'm with Rich in this of like it just felt weird because not you could just it just didn't seem like it was Carrie Fisher being Leia in the movie. It, well, she, it wasn't it wasn't CGI. It was it was past moments from previous movies, which is why all of her comments were very vague. Well, like I said, but which yeah, that that's the thing. Like it, it their past moments from previous movies that were put in with CGI because that's what they had to do. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but no, like. It, it unsettled me a bit um, because it, like, I was perfectly fine with them doing the young Leia versus Luke. Like, I was perfectly fine in that moment. That felt yeah. real and cool, cool and that was good. But the one, but everything with her, her, it just felt cold. Yeah, it did. Um, and I know that they were backed into a corner and they did the best with what they could do with what they had. But I think Carrie Fisher... Both in The Last Jedi and in and, and The Force Awakens, she's very emotive. And she's very emotive to whoever she's interacting with. And so when you lose that two-way interaction, it it feels like somebody's just playing like they're on a soundboard and playing a clip. Um, that, yeah, it did feel very much like that. It, 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 it hurts me because I, I, it's her last movie, essentially, but it's not the last movie she acted. And mm -hmm. I know it's all they had, and I know that the main goal of this movie was supposed it was supposed to be the Leia movie between her and Ben, and we were supposed to get more of those moments of redemption, and we didn't get them. But 
I mean, yeah, it is what it is. Like, I don't know how to make it better because it's all they could do. Right. Yeah. And I had to give it a pass specifically because she was, yeah. you know. Yeah. yeah, I think I give it a pass, but I also think you got to give it like she was already being trained by Luke. Mm. And she knows how that thing kind of more or less works because Luke just did it in the previous movie. No, I don't have a problem with that at all. I actually No, not her really death. Really I was talking about just like her acting. Like I don't yeah. know if you Oh, know. her acting. Cuz it felt off cuz you could tell it wasn't yeah. her. Well, yeah, you feel like they cut they cut stuff out because they yeah. didn't like lead up to it. Yeah, I, I can see that. But you got to do what you got to do, right? Like I had no problem. No, the death with I didn't buy. I yeah. I mean good cuz she went out the exact same way her brother went out. Yeah, but but I think did we talk about this last time. I, I think she should have been the one doing the holdover murder anyway. So I think she just should have died in the last movie personally. Yeah, that's she should have been the one on the ship personally. So that I think would have been like, more powerful. Yeah. That would have been. I think it's, oh, I think oh it's a real God. weird thing to have that her on been, there that anyway. Been, that would have been powerful. Yeah, <laughs> that would have been phenomenal. <clears throat> Oh, that would have been that would have been a very lay. I, I probably would have cried. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> so I guess going from there, we have obviously. I, do we want to get in, I guess, now into what we did not like? Because obviously we have stuff we did like, and I'm sure there's some stuff that we did not like. So I don't know who would like to go first on, I guess, some brief of what you did not like. I, obviously, we all did not like the kiss. Yeah. So we'll just exclude that Man, one. Man, F that, that never kiss. Happened. Never <laughs> <happened>. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'll go first just because I think I liked, and I've been thinking about this all day, right? Like, since we watched the movie till Friday now when we're this episode, I think I liked everything but the kiss. I think I can retroactively understand like why other things were, why other things happened, except for really the kiss, but even then I can be like, well, Anakin and Padme were worse, so I, I guess I can be okay with it. <laughs> but that's like a very, like, a reaching oh, thing to be goodness. okay with that kiss, because I did not like the kiss when it happened, but I was like, okay, they're a dyad, blah, 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 okay, whatever. Star Wars, Star Wars is just crappy relationships. Basically, yeah. The only the only thing that really matters is uh, Obi Wan Kenobi and Homegirl on Mandalore. Relationship that matters. That's just a team. Yeah, my Satine, Satine and Obi Wan for life. (laughs) So I had basically, I guess, obviously the two things I did because obviously we talked about the thing was one. I wish we actually saw Anakin, especially in the last part when we have like I'm gonna be a Skywalker, but Anakin some reason. We left out half the other Skywalkers, apparently. There were only two of them somehow, which I was con- <laughs> confused about. <laughs> um, but then also, um, obviously, this movie, the first, like, 30, 40 minutes of this movie could literally have been the second movie. And it kind of just, like, bugged it yeah. bugged me a little bit because you can definitely tell, like, this just seems like 2.5, the second movie, or 1.7, or 1.5 like, half of a sequel, like, I told myself, I told Adrian, like, when Luke, right after the movies, I was like, by three-fourths this movie, I was just kind of like, I'm just gonna act like this movie is the direct sequel to The Force Awakens, because it helped me time, like, flow and everything flow a lot better to me in the movie, because there is some stuff, you can tell it's very disjointed, and there is a lot of, like, bouncing back and forth, yeah, of like, oh. what? <laughs> what happened? <laughs> um, obviously, because we have, I think even the, I said in the movie, theater which i think adrian heard me like like i'm gonna be like leia she never gives up and i'm like she literally gave up in the last movie what are we talking about here (laughs) (laughs) i was like what and so like the disjointedness and obviously i think because it's disjointed and it has a thing it probably could have been a little longer because it looks like we try to jam pack like i'm gonna try to make two and three into three instead of just three and Mm -hmm. so like i do think it kind of thing because it is fast-paced it's a very fast-paced moving i actually like it 
it went from a tractor movie tractor you know car chase to bait chase i guess to this movie so i don't mind the fast pacing but it is a lot of like it's going very fast and it looks like there's a lot thrown in there and it does lead to a weird disjointedness I of think things this one uh, should have been three hours oh yes. jesus in game <laughs> i mean i've been fine with it been fine with no it. the lord of the rings movies like you're I, right you're right I, yeah i think I think that it could have been spread out a little bit more, but I also think that at the end of the day, and like I've talked about on the podcast before, I'm a horror fan, so I'm used to people, I'm used to getting two really good movies and then a third director coming in and taking over the IP and making it completely bad and not connecting (laughs) with anything else. Like I can name so many horror movie franchises that do this. So when they announced Ryan Johnson initially, I was very worried because when you're doing a a trilogy format, you need at least one person staying consistent through all three. Mm. It's going to control the making. Because if you don't, you're going to end up, and you're going to end up with with issues. And I love Ryan Johnson. Like, I actually love him as a director. Yeah, mm. you interviewed him in Austin. I yes. did interview him for Knives Out, and I love Knives <laughs> yes, Out. Yes, she did a great job. <laughs> and the man does a great script. But I, 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 like, and this isn't a knock against him, it's just a knock against the fact that I believe that there should have been one person controlling that story, because whether George Lucas wrote and directed each of the original trilogies, he was still consistent throughout each of them. He was controlling the narrative that was being put mm-hmm. out each of the movies. Absolutely. When you lose that, you lose the connectedness. But I think that if I watch The Force Awakens and then I watch I and then I watch Rise of the Skywalker, I get a good pair. I get a good sequel to a first thing. Um, which is sad <laughs> overall because like I didn't like the last Jedi, but I am sad that I'm not gonna that I that I don't feel like I have a solid trilogy. And I'm like I already know that there are people who love the last Jedi who think that this wasn't a solid movie, so they don't get a solid trilogy. I think either way that that decision was hard, but I, I've already talked about the things I didn't didn't like, which was the kiss, um, the Leia moments, and then um, I just overall I wanted. It doesn't feel like the end. Um, mm. Endgame mm. felt like the end. I yeah. walked out of there, and I knew it was the end. I knew people's contracts were over. I, I oh. <laughs> contracts <laughs> were over. Wow, my man, my man, my man, Sam getting the shit. <laughs> <laughs> that was the thing, though. I had been on a journey with these characters for eleven years, and they were gone. And they were very hard gone. I wasn't going to see them again. And that was something that I think hit me in a very deeply, like, this is the end of an era type way than the sequel trilogy ending did. And I think that that's just because we live in a time where we have so much Star Wars, which is good, and I'm not complaining about it. But now I'm just like, when when am I going to get my Jana series? Like, I want a Jana series (laughs) bad. And I know that they'll probably do it because that's what we're doing now. So I think mm. the fact that we have this proliferation of content around it, it I didn't get that same impact that I got in Endgame, which makes me a little sad. I loved Rise of the Skywalker. I think it is a phenomenal movie. But it didn't have that emotional weight of ending something that Endgame did. Mm. Yeah, okay. I think you're right. And I, and I don't want to like... Yeah, I think I think you're right. Because though, it, it's kind of it's weird, right? Because I was... Before we went to go watch this movie, I was trying to do like my end of the year thing for why though the pod, but but why though like our end of the year articles that we have coming out pretty soon. And I was like, am I gonna like this movie more than like Endgame? Because I loved Endgame. I cried during Endgame. I had this just 
high moment. And I don't know if I really had like the highest of high moments that I had in Endgame. But I think it really just comes from us watching the movies since 11 years compared to like these movies came out in the 70s. Then we had like the 2000s. Then we have now. So I don't know if it's as impactful as, say, Endgame is. But I, I, I definitely see what you're seeing, Kate. And I, I was struggling with those things as I was watching the movie. So I, I think you're not alone in that in that respect. Uh, yeah, I feel I feel the same way as far as that. Um, the, the impact definitely wasn't as hard as Endgame. And I think uh, in, uh, the Avengers had consistently good movies. I mean, they had, they had some like lower, obviously. But overall, it was, they were consistently well-built characters. The characters, whether the movies were, were good or bad, um, most of them were good. But the characters were pretty consistent throughout the films. And we felt them. You know what I mean? Um, here, my biggest issue with this movie is not really this movie by itself. It's like what Kate said. It's the disjointedness. It's, it's. Um, I do feel like, and I know you guys don't fully agree with this, but I do feel like they were in a way unwriting things from The Last Jedi because, and I think they were responding to fans. And I don't like that some things felt like they're responding to fans. It wasn't always so blatant, but some things I was kind of like, okay, they did that because. So, so I, I don't, I don't want to put you on the spot. Can you give us some examples of that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like for example. The re- the part of the Luke moment that I didn't like was the fact. Yeah. So going back, yeah, I mentioned it earlier. Going yeah. back to that Luke moment, the part of the Luke moment that I didn't like was that he was. It, it does make sense in context, but if you if you step out of it and look at the movies, it's like it was a direct shot at the last. Movie. Like you know what I mean? Now in context, it still does make sense in the movie too. It's like no, I realized what I did was wrong, and blah blah blah. And you know, Yoda talked to me last film. He didn't say Yoda talked to him, but you know, Yoda talked to him, and, <laughs> and it was like, <laughs> imagine he would have said that film. Yeah, but I, I was I was sure in the force with Yoda, and I realized some things. No, <laughs> no, but 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 yeah, it, it felt like a direct shot at the last movie. Um, and I remember I mentioned the fan service thing. That thing, as far as I know, what Kate was saying about fan service, that part of it felt fan servicey because he was like giving a nod to all the people who were pissed about how Luke acted in that movie and in, in um, the last movie. Um, so there was, the, so there was the disjointed, it was, it, well, there was the, there was the, oh, it's not really retconning, but I guess to some extent, ignoring of things in the last movie. Um, the other big ignoring thing that I didn't like was the, the was the Ray Kylo bond. And it wasn't that they had a bond. The bond itself was fine. It was the reasoning behind the bond that didn't make any sense. Because in the last movie, they said, oh, it was because of Snoke. And maybe it wasn't Snoke. Who knows? Maybe it was actually Palpatine. Or maybe they had this bond all along. So in the previous movie, they said it was Snoke. And I get it. Palpatine was basically puppeteering Snoke, right? And you can say maybe that it was Palpy now making the connection between the two. But there's several moments in this movie where Rey and Kylo are talking as if, Ky- is, I mean, not Kylo, uh, as if um, Palpy can't hear him. You know what I'm saying? Or Palpy doesn't doesn't know. And, and like, like Kylo's kind of like on the side saying, right, we're going to go to, uh, what's that place called? Like a, a, what's the name of that planet? The Outer, outer Rim planet? X, 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 or X, X, or something. X, or something. Exo Gorth? No, that's what the movie looks. Sorry. No, okay, but anyway, but either way, um, when when when, he, when, he, when they mentioned that when they had conversations with one another, it was as if Palpatine couldn't yeah. hear him. But then Palpatine 
also could talk to Kylo Ren whenever he wanted. That felt just a little off because specifically because Palpatine clearly had like a distanced view of universal things. But then there were moments where it seemed like he just couldn't hear him or conveniently couldn't hear him. That's what it, that's what it felt like to me, anyways. So the response so to me fell off. So whether it was Palpatine doing, if it was Palpatine doing it, it's still off to me. If it wasn't him doing it, then what's connecting them? If they're not siblings or had some kind of other history with one another, because because that bond is so strong that it feels like they should have had some other connection somehow that made it that strong. So that yeah was a big throw. Yeah, I like I mean, what they did with it. <laughs> I just and, didn't and like. I don't want to. I don't want to sound like I like. Like, well, um, actually, or like discrediting anything. No, like, no, like, no, 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 no. I mean, if, if, if there's an explanation, let me. <laughs> I think the explanation for this because because I had this thing too, and every year I go back and we even even for Solo I did this. I, I go back and we watch the movies every single year, and the biggest point for me of contention was when, in the Return of the Jedi, when Luke when. Vader feels Luke on that Imperial carrier, right. and Palpatine doesn't know that Luke is there. He was like, "Well, are your feelings conflicted? Like, are you noticing something that I'm not noticing?" I think mm-hmm. that, that there are connections that Palpatine doesn't understand because he doesn't have that one-to-one connection that he has. And okay. further than that, they have that dyad connection that we've never really experienced. Before. Okay, okay. Like, so, what, so, let's, so let's, 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 dyad, let's force dyad. We dyad. don't know about. What, what, is, okay, what is that? Know what that is. We, what is that? That's the thing we don't know about. <laughs> that's what bother, that, That's what bothers me. So what <laughs> could be though too is like so at least my 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 read on it when they when he explained it was that they were both two very important points in the force. One from light, one from dark, because mm-hmm. of their blood, and so that connected them to the force. Like because we know lineage is everything in Star Wars. It connected mm-hmm. them in these two ways. So what I think, like, to Adrian's point, I think because uh, specifically the line that she says, I did want to take your hand, I wanted to take Ben's hand. I think mm. that it's because they're navigating two sides of the Force. Like, mm. when they're together, they're linking through the Force that Rey has, has, and then when Palp is in Kylo's head, he's linking through that dark side piece that that Kylo has. Because mm. Palpatine doesn't contact Rey in that way. Yeah, that's, that's a fantastic true. point, Kate. That's true. Fantastic. I like that. I like I, I just want to say this part. I, I, I like so I like that you guys are providing good explanations of why it works. I still I still no, don't exactly exactly exactly. I think the movies do. I think again no, when you, when you look at it as, as a cap off <laughs> when the line literally Palpatine says is like, "Are maybe your feelings betrayed you?" Like I didn't know that. Not like in so many words. No, but no, like, I, Palpatine is literally you. like. Wait, how do you I, know that I, Luke I, is I, here? I, I, I got how you. did you know that Luke was here, but I didn't know Luke was here? Okay, like, I, I, like I, what's I, going I, on? But we're still, we're, but we're still. Side arrogance, like he. I think it's dark side arrogance. No, 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 I think I, that's I, exactly I what that. it is. I, I can see that. I can see that. But, but at the same time, the, the thing that the thing that's that's just joined to me the mo- the most is that it clearly wasn't intended to be that, and then they wrote it in, and then didn't write it in clearly. You guys explained it better than the movie just explained it. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> bring in what we want to bring into, which means we're all gonna yeah, have different experience, right? For sure. I'm sure. I'm sure. Over time, the same way as the prequels, because the prequels were, we know the prequels weren't that great. So the prequels were. I mean, but there's a lot. But at this point, there's a lot of in between stuff like movies or books or whatever yeah. that fills in that makes it 
make a lot more sense. And I feel like over time we will get that with these two. Yeah. It's just the same way you get like if like if Kate or Adrian ever becomes a Star Wars writer, you guys write that into a comic book, then it'll be excellent. But at this point, it's still a little. It's just disjointed, like just where it's too. It's too. And it's just fresh. You know what I mean? It's fr- the movie just came out. I'm, uh, over time, I think it'll. Yeah. I don't agree with the because I, I read it differently. I don't agree with that point, but I do agree with the point that stuff just wasn't explained because yeah. it felt yeah. like the Last Jedi, and I do think like with Holdo, like I do right. think that we like at, is a film because it is not just for the diehard Star Wars fans who read everything. Like the films are like Matt. <laughs> as Matt raises his hand, as y'all can't see. I'd like to talk in this episode because I'm the person who actually. Just- and maybe the games that we don't care about the games. All I thought for the thing was, I thought they were different Skype calls. That's all I thought it was. <laughs> oh my God, these Skype calls. Okay, no, uh, no, you're right. Thinking? You're right. Okay, okay, finish up real quick. I'll I, I hit the points really, really, really quick. All right. Um, same thing as Kate said, because she, she already mentioned it. Disjointed at the beginning. Very disjointed. Um, they fit a whole things that should have been, like, again, because, because the directors switched off back and forth. Um, it's clear that it wasn't planned. I don't. I don't like that it's clear that it wasn't planned because yes. this movie would have been better if all the things that happened in this movie had been built up from the previous movies. You know what I mean? Even in the Force Awakens, while there's some connections from Force Awakens to this movie, it's clear that uh, Abrams didn't see things that he's doing in this movie back in that movie because he didn't think he was going to be there. You know what I mean? So it's just because, because lack of planning made this parts of this movie feel sloppy. You know what I mean? Um, oh, I totally just, agree. That's just, why you keep giving Kate credit when I said the first three minutes of this movie we felt like just a second. No, <laughs> no, 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 I, 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 I agree. No, I, I just gave Kate. I, I guess she elaborated on it more. That's why. Yeah, I was giving Kate credit. I know. Like, but, okay, and we're back to we don't matter again. And Matt, Matt, Matt gave me <laughs> credit too. But but no, yeah, it felt it felt disjointed in that point. There was again because I write. There are certain writing things that I think that you should do in a movie that they just didn't connect well. Um, the force, uh, I don't want to be for the, the fleet, that's not really a fleet, but just a bunch of people showing up at the end. I liked when they showed up. It was epic, but it was it took me out because it was unbelievable because they didn't put the necessary elements earlier in the movie for them to have that size of a force at the end. So don't worry, I wasn't going to go, I wasn't going to go. <laughs> I was like, apparently they're just sitting in this unknown place with no resources. They built a fleet somehow. Like we just had a container. No, no, no. Metal no, no they, they, they did say what happened. They did. They said what happened. They said that okay, we're gonna have um Lando go around and you know go to different planets and talk to these different people, or whatever. No, I'm talking about like the actual Final Order fleet. Like where they were just in some desolate place. Like, oh no, I was cool with that. No, no, I was cool with that. <laughs> no, I, no, desolate place in a robe in a cave, and they're just like, I'm making chips. <laughs> no, no, I was cool. I was cool with that because the reason I was cool with that because it was explained. I, I can believe. So, so when you're talking about like to make to make the reader or watcher believe what's going on in the movie, I can believe that for 30 years, Palpatine was off in the middle of nowhere building ships. I can believe that. All right, yeah, I can't believe that in one day Lando flew around and grabbed as many ships that he did. I, I, <laughs> I disagree wholeheartedly on this point. <laughs> because of our last movie, where we sparked the hours, where they we sparked the, the hope of the rebellion, and we did all this stuff, and we defeated the Torah, and we sparked the rebellion, just like we said at the beginning of this episode, backtrack an hour and a half ago, when we talked about like mm-hmm. how Poe was sparking the hope of the rebellion, we sparked that a, an hour ago. These dudes, like they didn't know that they had hope when they destroyed four planets at once, but right. you have. Lando, the general of the rebellion, going to your plans and Chewbacca being like, hey, 
these dudes suck. Can we go like wipe these dudes out? I think you. We uh, the problem. Also, I think the problem is that we don't know the time distance between this movie and um, the Last Jedi. But you basically start like that fire. Like, what was the line that that Poe says in this movie that Leia says in the other movie? You know, hope is yeah, like yeah. the fire that sparks the rebellion. Yeah, blah, yeah. Blah, blah, the, the, we, we are the spark that lights the fire. That yeah, the first order to the ground. That's how the last movie kind of generally ends. Like when they defeat the first order and they get away, that kind of sparks the thing. So when you see the dude destroy that planet, I think that kind of is like they put out a whole notice. Like, hey, if you don't concede to the entire galaxy, if you don't concede, we're gonna come and blow up your planet. If that doesn't be like, okay. hey. Let, 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 me, let me say about the box right now. Hold on, hold on. let me say what I mean. I, I, okay, when I when I say that part was was unbelievable, it's not that it was just completely bad. What I mean is that from a building perspective, earlier in the movie, okay, think about the Rogue One. At the beginning of Rogue One, the very first scene, the first thing that Cassie Andor was doing was was going. You know, he was he, he, they established immediately that he was a spy, and then they immediately gave him a mission. In this movie, at the beginning of the movie, after we saw Kylo talk to the Palpatine and all that crap, okay, <laughs> at the beginning of the movie, they should have been looking for ways to gather resources. So we should have seen them trying to gather resources and fail, trying to gather and fail. And then we should have been seeing different seeds go out earlier in the movie to establish that, yo, we're reaching out, but we're not getting feedback yet. So that by the time at the end of the movie, when they got the feedback, it would have been more believable. You know what I mean? Because... because <laughs> Only thing I want to say about that is one, they sent the distress call at the end of the last movie. Two, the last movie yeah. takes place in a 19 hour span, and it takes yeah. place like 48 hours after the first movie. Mm-hmm. And so, saying it's unbelievable, of like, did you see what happened in the second movie that took well, place? They, in they, no, they, no, they just didn't but, put. No, no. What well, I'm unbelievable is it, it could have been solved by a couple of lines or a couple of scenes of just showing the the effort to do it. They didn't show the effort to do it because the movie was filled with some... It's part of the issue with it being rushed, or not rushed, but stuffed with so many things. They right. just didn't show the effort of, you know, other than Zori, that was a good, that was a good, that was a one good point to it. And other than Lando, when they met Lando earlier in the movie, those were the two points that I can kind of believe it. But there should have been more points where, where we're seeing the, the attempted gathering of forces after they thought that there was nobody. Well, I get. Well, I guess the thing was because they tried to gather forces in the last movie, and then nobody showed up, and so they right. the whole part of the first part was saying we're alone, and it wasn't until Zori says you're not alone, right? That they're like, well, maybe we should. Try and, to and, 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 and even if they nodded to that, because okay, so in the in the Resistance Reborn, the book that precedes this movie, they're trying to go out and gather sources, and they find out that a bunch of the the, the First Order realized that they, they heard the distress call from the from Last Jedi, and is a response. They started going around and rounding up big leaders that they thought would be able to spark that resistance. If they would have at least nodded to something, not to the book directly, but nodded to the fact that, hey, we found this rebel leader and this rebel leader and this rebel leader. And you know what I mean? We're trying to see if we're going to get a response from it. Maybe we didn't get it until the end. That would have been better than just all of a sudden. Because near the end, in the third act, beginning of the third act, um, that's when they told, they said, oh yeah, Lando's going to fly around and get, gather everybody up. You know what I mean? And then in the final act, everybody shows up. It felt like from that point, it was just in the last act, as opposed to them gathering people throughout the whole. To be fair, did you like it when Avengers Assemble happened? No shit. Yes, but that made more sense though. Like, what? How? No, no, no. no. Across the world. No, no, that, no, that. No, 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 no. They come from a whole ass other planet. 
And then you have everybody, which means they count, that which means Doctor Strange and Wong went to every single sanctum that they have and went to every single area, then sent, then coordinated with all of their people to then go get all of the other. No, no, that, that still made, that, that still made more sense. Five minutes. No, no, that's still made, no, number one, number one, Doctor Strange has pulled. <laughs> number one not turtles. But no, but that made more sense because they were already aware of the battle. You know what I mean? As opposed they were to gone for five years. Being dusted. Th- th- that's, that, no, that, 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 no, that's not yeah, no, 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 seriously, seriously. They, they were all no seriously, they were already aware of the battle before they were dusted. I that made more sense to me than Oh yeah, I, I, I get it to I get it to an extent. I get it to an extent. Look, look, look. Yeah, I get it to an extent, but number one, Doctor Strange has portal. Number two, most of them were already aware of this of Thanos and this thing going on. Come on, <laughs> they were already a ten minute span. <laughs> people get snapped back to the moment everybody starts coming back. It's not ten minute, that- well, ten minute movie span. <laughs> <laughs> No, because the moment that they get everybody back, Thanos yeah. comes back in too, and they don't realize that her people are back. It is a literal 10-minute span. It isn't just a movie span. It is a literal 10-minute span because it goes I, from okay. the to Thanos coming in through the portal. It I, 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 still, I still hold to the fact that all of them already knew of the threat as opposed to the entire galaxy being afraid of the First Order and not responding to the call to begin with. I but they like, said, I just but think, they, but they said, I like well, Adrian's point. Um, Adrian, you're on mute, so I have not said a word you said for the past like 10 minutes, but still. <laughs> yeah, Adrian, go ahead. Oh, shit. I've been going crazy for like ever, which is probably a good thing. I know. I probably let you stand for you. I was like, he might actually have a point now without yelling. Yeah, I, 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 think, I think the issue is, is that one, my biggest problem with The Last Jedi was. You have this feeling of hope and all of this stuff. And Leia's like, hey, send my signal. People will come to my signal. And nobody comes. And then the point that no one wants to talk about, Leia literally gives up in The Last Jedi. She says, there's no more hope. The, the rebellion is extinguished. Literally, like, that's what she says in the movie. If people would have come to help them in The Last Jedi, the thing that happens in The Rise of Skywalker would have been much more believable, but still believable considering the fact that in the book that you referenced, people heard the signal, and they also they see the Hosni and Prime get blown up. They see Kajimi get blown up. They hear uh, Palpatine's signal across the universe. The opening scroll that we only that you only also did you all know that you only hear actual Palpatine's message in the Fortnite release of whatever whatever they did. Really, yeah. Kate's face. That's crazy. I'll show it to you after the, after the thing. There's like a whole message. The whole message that they say at the beginning of the crawl is like a thing that happens in like the Fortnite whatever. It, 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 it's, it's, it's fine. It's like, it's like one line. Fortnite is canon. But there like so. people hear that in across the entire galaxy. You're telling people don't hear that and be like, we went through Palpatine for 30 goddamn years. We're not down to do this again, and people aren't going to show up for that? Are you telling me that's what, that's what happens? Okay. So, I mean, I, 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 I'm, I, I, I get it, but 
It, it, to me, it just felt too quick. It just, it just felt and, like... But it, I, 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 I agree. It feels three. too quick, but it, it comes from what you said earlier with where there's one person who should have been throughout the entire thing. I think it's like the biggest issue. It right. kind of the overarching it's, it's issue that you mentioned not, earlier. Yeah, it's not, it's not this single movie's fault. It's yeah, exactly. And, and I think that's the problem. That like, people want to make this, this, it's this movie's fault, but it's the entire trilogy not being one person. Because if Ryan Johnson would have played episode 7, episode 8, episode 9, right. I think the trilogy would have been better overall yes. but if Ryan mm-hmm. Johnson would have 8-9 or 7-8-9 also would have been perfectly fine too because Ryan Johnson like you said at the very beginning excellent director can do a movie but if he would have done 7-8-9 we would have been much happier I think and, and, and they clearly were at odds like the two, like yes. they clearly had disagreements you know yeah. the directors like, they like each other but they at the end of the day, yeah. this was J.J. Abrams' thing. J.J. Abrams started it. J.J. Abrams finished it, and then he had to put together what somebody did in the middle. With, yeah. like, whether you like it or not, you can say, oh, disrespect, do whatever. Guess what? If I make a project that I start and I have to finish it, but I have somebody that did this whole middle part, I'm still going to be pissed. That's how all yeah. projects work. But right. no, yeah. I guess moving from that, I guess the problem is, obviously, we've been kind of going back and forth with issues we have, which is obviously, at this point, whether it's this movie, the previous movie, how is this sock? And we talked about even the disconnect of like the ending and the social impact, which obviously probably could be either a real lifetime gap or just the fact that we have no idea in this thing. Of do you think this trilogy is actually going to hold up? Because honestly, looking at it, like right now, I feel like we have one and three that could kind of be put together with a 20 minute episode. And then we have a spinoff holiday special called The Last Jedi that kind of throws in a little extra. Whoa, whoa. Hey, bro. Else hey, hold up. Hold up, Matt. <laughs> <laughs> we ain't talking about the holiday special, all right? Don't let me, bro. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but the point I'm saying is, like, one and three, if you take out two, kind of blend together, and you can see it kind of going together, and then two kind of very disjointed. Yeah. And so do we actually think this is going to hold up over time? Because I honestly don't think it will, to be honest. Like, no, we may all see it gold, but no, no. I don't know about I, Honestly, honestly, I do think it will. And the reason, the reason why is because right now, when you first see a movie – you will nitpick the hell out of it. It's just a natural thing. I mean, right now, uh, when I when I first saw this movie, I was thinking about all the things. I'm like, well, this doesn't make sense. It makes sense. And and then I, I, another thing I didn't really mention, I won't carp into too much, is it's clear that Jay Abrams have read no freaking comics or books. I didn't say William Johnson didn't read anything either. He probably didn't either. We were talking about nine. We, we, we learned that from the Kenny of Star Wars. What, really? Yeah, yeah, no, 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 no. And, and, and this is not a knock at them for not reading either. But it's clear that they didn't read them because there's so many things about the lore of the Jedi that um, they were introduced between the movies, a little bit in eight, that, that just weren't hit on. Um, the whole idea of what the Jedi were meant to be, the the basic concept of, I'm not, I won't say the Grey Jedi because that's not right. It's not really the Grey Jedi, but that middle ground idea of, of this, like what, like what Luke was introducing in, in 8, uh, like that was kind of uh, steered away from, and I get it because it's a different director. So, But like because those things were ignored, that made it feel a little bit disjointed to me. But when we when we take a step back from it and we watch this movie a few months from now, or we watch Whole Children a few months from now, I think that generally all those nitpicky points will be have less of an impact as they are having it as they are as it is fresh. At least for me, anyways. I, I feel like yeah, we'll, we'll clearly see that okay, eight did some different things than seven and nine, but generally it all goes together, you know. Yeah, I think over time. I mean, it'll be fine. I, I mean, I, I, think <laughs> I think I agree with you to some degree. I think that. A lot of the points that people have issues with this movie, I think 
as much as Ryan John or as much as JJ Abrams kind of did like his finishing to his movie to Matt's point, I think he improves on a lot of the, or he takes what Ryan Johnson did and kind of improves on it a little bit. Like, oh well the Jedi did a bunch of things. They literally burned a Jedi tree with a Jedi text in The Last Jedi. Yoda lights that thing up on fire and was like, hey, it doesn't matter. All the stuff that Ray needs to know is literally living inside of Ray. And then in the last jet er, in the Rise of Skywalker, they literally make everything live inside of Ray. So like what they're doing mm. uh, with like Jedi is basically like the issues that some people have with the last Jedi where like, oh, well, they can do this thing with the force. We've never seen that before. That must be weird. Then they do this thing with the force. Like, oh, they don't ever do that thing with the dyads. What is that? That's weird. So I think that to your point, I think it will age well. Having watched all of the movies to this point, the prequels age better than I think people give them credit for. I think the original trilogy ages not as good as people give it credit for, but I think it ages better because of all of the inter things that we have in between the movies and in between the shows, the solo, the comics, the shows, I think make the original trilogy age better. And I think once we get more filling in things that we love meet, meet with, Yo, me and you, we're on the same page with this comics and this book stuff. When we get more stuff, dude, I can't wait for the Rise of Skywalker novelization. I can't wait for it because the Rise, because the Last Jedi novelization was fantastic. It it filled all the points that I had issues with. It hit all those points. So I think once we get more stuff, it's fine. But it goes back to my other point where I know that Matt doesn't like this, and I know Kate to some degree doesn't like this, but like it's bigger than the movies at this point. Like. It yeah. just is, and I'm sorry, but it just the, the, is. It's the, the same way that, like, Avengers Endgame is bigger than the thing. Like, this thing came from this other thing, and it grew into this other thing. I feel bad for people who don't know all this other information, but I feel like, it for me personally, it made me enjoy this because I had all this other, it's, it's, all, it's the, other extra information. It's the reason why I can enjoy the prequels, even though they're not. It's because... I, I agree. Because, because there's an overarching... There's an overarching... The prequels are are stomachable <laughs> because there's an overarching plot. The high-level plot is excellent. What Palpatine does and in, in the fall of, of Anakin and all that, that high level, when you look at the full thing, it's just like, holy hell, that's crazy that that happened to this little boy that was on a desert planet. That's freaking crazy. And then the same thing with all of the Star Wars, that when you look from the beginning all the way to Ray at the beginning of this, with the dropping of the twin suns, where I freaking tear it up at. Because when, when you see the, 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 the twin suns fall and she, she states herself as a Skywalker, like you think about the twin suns when they fell on Skywalker in Last Jedi when he passed. And then how, you know, in the, in the, for, um, in a, a new hope, when he's standing out there, when his, when his, you know, with the twin sons, like all of those scenes connect. Hell, even in the freaking Rebels series, um, after uh, Obi Wan beats Maul, you see the twin sons. You know what I mean? Like that stuff hits you because it's all connected. It's like you said, it's bigger than just the movies. It's everything connected together that really makes it epic. I don't think I don't think any single Star Wars movie is like just on its own the best movie ever. I think it's all of it together. No, I like I agree. Yeah. <laughs> the universe. But I also think that it is grossly unfair to expect every single fan to shell out so much money and then punish them by keeping stuff out of things. Because right. at the end of the day, you have different lines. Like, and that's why the a lot of the times, at least like the story groups work with the movies to try and fit stuff in. Because you mm -hmm. have the main line that literally is just casual fans. Some people yes. don't like reading. 
Some people don't like comic books. Some people pick up a book. No, I'm joking. (laughs) I'm kidding. (laughs) Yeah, Adrian, pick up a book. To come into the movies, like I think, I think of where it starts. I agree, it's completely bigger. I hated the prequels until I watched the Clone Wars series. Thank you, thank you. (laughs) The Clone Wars series saved Star Wars, in my opinion. At the end of the day, the movies should be your start point. Yeah, everything else branches out. I'm gonna say that too because yeah, I I agree. I agree with that. Why y'all are talking? This is all me. Guess what? I'm a fan. I like this stuff. I have some background knowledge. I don't have a podcast right now. But I can tell you right now, when movie directors make stuff, they make it for the casual people. Because if not, you lose the casual fan. You lose money. You lose a lot of other stuff. If you want to say, like, oh, well, you know, they're going to make a lot of money. Well, at this point, Disney's going to make a lot of money because they own everything. And Except, but, except yeah. for when you put Darth Maul in Solo. <laughs> Which a lot of people were like, what? <laughs> Look, Matt, I love you. I And the problem I have with this comment that you just made is that I bingeability ability you have disney plus buddy you can go watch rebels you can go watch resistance and you get all of the moments that happened in the rise of the skywalker i think are most important so why why would you put kanan jerry's voice why would you put kanan why would you put kanan in the rise of the skywalker if not to expect people to no 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 something the movie started for one audience. The movies exist for the largest section of the Star Wars fandom. And the I agree. largest section are people yeah. who don't read the books, are people who don't not read you the comics. There are numbers to facilitate that. No, I, agree. I completely agree. No, for so, sure. I, I'm just saying that you would have enjoyed it more if you had run the other stuff, is all I'm saying. Like, But your situation you bring up, that's great. But guess what? Did that make or break the movie for me? Hell no. No. That's why I think it's good, Matt. Because if we look, if we look at, no, 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 I, I think you're right. But I, I think we're all agreeing. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Yeah, I think that's a good point, right? Yeah, you don't need the books. You, you, you do not need the books. And I like that you don't. But need... if you know the books, you like it better. But if you make a good enough movie, you don't need that stuff. But if you right. know the stuff, you probably like it just a little bit more. Yeah, and cool. it fills in a little bit of those gaps a little bit more. But to my, but but to my, my to my detriment. To my point was a, I don't mind little gaps, and I understand when giant franchises we have little gaps. The problem is when we have gigantic gaps, which mm. we talk about when we have gigantic breaks, like all the characters. Which obviously I would still like to get there about like talking about probably some of the voices and some of the side characters, like probably before we wrap up thing of like, but like that doesn't bug me that I don't recognize all the voices. What bugs mm-hmm. me is people keep telling me I'm supposed to respect Holda when I have no information at all about her because everything's wrapped in the book. Oh, hell yeah, this, that's fair. Hell no. Like, <laughs> this, like this, I still recognize quite a few of the voices in there because they were in the movies or they're in the games True. or they're in the stuff. But yeah, I, and we talk about this. Yeah, you're right. You're right. And so, like, to me, like, and you got very passionate and then you start arguing for me while yelling at me. And I was very <laughs> No, Matt, read a book. <laughs> yeah, read a book. I think... Damn it. But no, but no, I do think, <laughs> like, my whole thing with why this is, to bring it, kind of loop it back to the whole point of the saga stuff and everything else of, like, what the, like, trilogy fit back, is I think there's so much thrown in and so disjointed that I am wondering how it's going to fill in and why we do nitpick. Like, even re-watching stuff, like, guess what? I saw your rewatch of The Last Jedi. I saw Kate's attempt to rewatch The Jedi. I watched our friend Alex's re, uh, rewatch of The Jedi. I heard all what was said. Um, plenty of people, like, have not aged well for a lot of people. Actually, I've heard a lot of people that actually like the movie. They actually don't like the movie. More, like, saying. 
obviously there's people that are ready to quiet last night is good you guys are all haters <laughs> actually to be fair to point them out it's so disjointed and so run in there that i do fit together other than like how much more material do we have to throw in which is fine but at the end of the day your movie's still going to be bad yeah or your true. stuff will still suffer overall yeah like right. you, Rich, you talk about the Clone Wars made the prequels, but overall, the prequels people still don't like them because, at from a movie standpoint, they still have so many issues. I, I agree, hundred percent. They suck. <laughs> I still love them because Star Wars, yeah. but they suck. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like whether they suck or don't suck, whatever, that's fine. But then the day for a lot of the big gaps or a lot of stuff we have, you're gonna have small gaps. It's only three hours of fit in a movie, which I think people are starting to forget with this. Even like having this conversation between like uh, Ritz and Adrian of like people are forgetting like. At the end of the day, this, these movies are only two and a half hours. You have to put what you can in two and a half hours to make sense. You can't have everybody doesn't get twelve hours of screen time. Everybody doesn't get their characters don't get all the development. I know what I'm trying to say, Adrian, <laughs> is for you that have that knowledge and then you get to see the bad stuff. There's me who has this like I take this character as this, and then you're like, how dare you disrespect this character? But I have no knowledge of this character and the fat. Whereas you're like, this character is also disrespected because they didn't even use any of this other knowledge. So at the end of the day, you have to have a very lack of knowledge. So, anyways, moving from there. After whole saga thing, thing I guess we'll try to end up with like we have essentially cameos and side characters. Is everybody happy with them? Yeah, all, cameos all, are great. All the supporting characters were great. Yeah. All yeah. the Lando, I freaking um, I, I love seeing Lando, and he was just he was, yeah, he was Lando. Like <laughs> intro scene when he headshot that dude, I was like, oh snap! That's... And then it made me appreciate Solo even. more. It made me think about how good Donald Glover was as Lando, yeah. and it's just so he's so yeah. seamless. Yeah. Like young Lando to Empire Lando to Rise Lando, it was just Lando. Like it's that's probably the most accurate character all the way through. Uh, Rose, do we have to, we have to talk about Rose? Um, you know, I'm, I'm, like, Rose didn't have much much of a role in this movie, but I think that it was a good idea to not try to force a role into her where it didn't fit. Yeah. You know what I mean? I think it was better to do that because they would have been doing that while Sal still trying to finish out Kylo and Ray's arc. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yes. So, Which is why I like, obviously the side characters I do like, they did whatever, but I do think they served their purpose and they were very well because in the mm -hmm. day I wanted the trio and obviously Kylo Ren, those four characters is who I cared about or wanted to care about. Yeah. Everybody mm -hmm. else, I didn't care what you did. Your whole purpose yeah. of that movie was to serve those four characters. I agree. I do think that the additions of Zori and Jana were really, really good because they gave us mm. a little bit of backstory into characters that we haven't really had too much time with out, like, mm -hmm. uh, you know, to learn more about. And I think Jana specifically, like, I think that that was a moment that was important because it, it let Finn know that he wasn't alone. I mean, they, they were wrecking that ship. Oh, my God. <laughs> like, just running, th throwing bombs, dropping bombs in holes. Around. I was like, oh, yeah. Like, she was just... Like, <laughs> Anybody that holds a bow can hold my heart, so we're good. I, 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 like the, I like that all Stormtroopers automatically, like, gain 10 skill points when they take off their armor. <laughs> <laughs> That's a perfect point because they have, they have more field of vision they can actually see. Right. <laughs> Dio, Dio is now my new favorite droid. No, thank you. No, thank you. <laughs> so, yeah. I know you want to talk about Jana and Finn for a bit. Um, you mentioned oh, earlier. yeah, my thoughts real quick. It's not a big deal. I don't want to make anybody think I'm being like super over the top woke. 
But they definitely purposely put a lot of black characters together <laughs> to talk in this movie. I thought about that. Well, that's it's... honestly, I thought about it, and then Kate goes, Finn knew he wasn't alone. I meant, existence was the only black person. Right, right, exactly. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's it's literally the South Park episode with uh, Token and the the other girl, where they're like, where Cartman's like, well, they're black, so they have to be together. That's right. kind of what it felt like. So, so okay, so so when Jana, so when Jana, um, yeah, that's South Park. That was, that, was that was a hilarious episode, by the way. But uh, but yeah, so when Jenna and Poe, or not Poe, I'm sorry, Jenna and Finn were talking, um, I gave it a pass. Because first I was like, oh, really? Black hair is the other. But I gave it a pass because I was like, oh, they're both stormtroopers. That's crazy. Like, you know, that, I like that story element. But then at the end, they had like Jenna sit with, they had Jenna sit with, uh, with Lando. And I'm like, why? <laughs> I was like, don't do this. Don't, don't do this. That, come on, Rich. You need spinoffs in Disney Plus. Yeah, you, 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 you got to have Star Wars and the crew. <laughs> my problem with that too was like i didn't think it, i kind of thought didn't think white at first too but then when they actually get a moment of talking to and i'm like finn still has not got to talk to ray but he got exactly. a moment with the person, like, okay. exactly that's exactly i felt that way but, but i did get the stormtrooper that that's what gave yes. me the biggest pass because that's a big deal the fact that yeah. there's other stormtroopers that defected and it wasn't just him it made and that was almost like finn's resolution point like oh it wasn't just me back in back in the Force Awakens when my my, my homie died and he wiped the blood on my face and, and all that. Like it wasn't just me. Like it was other people that went through this. Like I love that. You know that was powerful. Again, right? <laughs> but uh, but nah, that 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 was it about the black hair. It, was, it wasn't bad. It wasn't a big. No, I, 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 I think you said it. you wanted to mention something in the time of the character. Yeah, it was it wasn't big. It, it's glaring. I, I think it is glaring. I think it is something point of contention. And I'm glad you brought it up. Yeah. But she does wield a tech bow and it's amazing. Yeah. Anybody, like, <laughs> she's a, she is deadly with that bow. So I, I know we like yeah. lightsabers and blasters. She has a tech bow. So yeah. You know, as we walked out of that film and I was like, the way I am with Poe, I feel like Matt's going to be with Janna because she got a bow. I've seen him with <laughs> characters with bows. I'm, I'm not going to lie. I, I thought of Sherry Inway when I saw her with the bow. Yeah. Because. <laughs> His shirt, anyway, shot a freaking tie fighter down blind. <laughs> yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. That was, that was dope, though. Um, oh, oh, good. They all had, they all served their purpose, and they did it well while still uh, uh, let's be with our our main trio. I'll uh, yeah. point, I'll point. Since you guys, since you asked about uh, side characters, I'll point to it, um, to the to the mention of book and comic stuff that doesn't matter, but it's cool to still mention. And in, in Rogue One, for example, when they just called Harris and Dula. Or Commander Sindula over the com, that was cool because they didn't they didn't spend any time on it at all. They, it, they just called their name, like stuff like that is cool. Big scene where all of the Jedi call down to her. Right, right. That 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 was freaking powerful. You know what I mean? Yeah. I would have liked. I would. Oh, that's where I forgot. Before we get off of this, that's what I forgot to mention. This movie had the bad issue of the overcoming an OP villain through i don't know uh not very creative means and and, when I, and it's not this movie particular it's a thing that movies do when they have to overcome a great villain that's clearly way more powerful th than them and i get it she had the force of all the other jedi but he was still bearing down on her after that but then she grabbed the other lightsaber and it was like yeah let's go i was like mm, i kind of get it i get it let's like leia's lightsaber stuff but i was like could have been a little America better. America willed it millionaire. We're okay. 
Yeah. No, no, but no, but that, but that was, was like, that was no, no, but he was he was worthy. But I mean, a lot of movies do this though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A, a, lot, a lot of movies do this. No, it definitely. It's not. It's not just this movie. A lot of movies. Well, I guess. I guess the fill I got was that the other white said be Palpatine taking out a whole fleet. <laughs> I was oh like, God, that scene was so baller. <laughs> I mean, Pal- yeah, Palpatine, Palpatine, damn, Palpatine. Palpatine doing a lightning. I was like, oh, y'all are done. Uh, you know, okay, okay. I was like, when Palpatine did the lightning, I was like, y'all are done. But then when she beat him after that, I was like, that's unbelievable because he I mean, just. <laughs> I think we had great. We had the symbol having both Luke and Leia's uh, lightsaber, everything else. We always yeah. have the moments. Whether you want to call them fan service or what throwbacks, Easter eggs, yeah. or whatever the heck you want to call them, guess what? They happen in every movie. Get over it. Um, Lance the Jedi. Lance the yeah, Jedi, get over it. It's a Jedi. Yeah, um, <laughs> that. Um, yeah. So, any last final, I guess, last final thoughts, and I guess your ra- rating for this movie to wrap this thing up. And I'll start with shit. I have three people who are going to talk for 10 minutes. <laughs> I promise you, I won't talk for 10 minutes. I promise. Uh, I'll, I'll make it quick. First. Yeah. Um, nine point eight out of ten, just because of the Kylo kiss. Everything else I loved. If you've not gotten out of this, however long this is going to be after Kate edits it, but nine point eight out of ten. I'm not going to say anything else. Also, Ritz, I'm so sorry for cutting you off and being very passionate about things. Also, Adrian, I'm sorry for doing that to you. I probably sound like an <laughs> asshole on this podcast. No, no, this is no. Star Wars. You, Star you Wars definitely don't. <laughs> Again, you were on a NPR podcast where you killed it. I, I don't disagree with either of your opinions on Star Wars or Matt's opinions on Star Wars. It's just but, uh, a lot of stuff. I am very interested in seeing how everything goes from here. I'm interested to how they I'm excited for how they're going to build out the world further and I am really wanting to just I don't know. I'm just going to process it. Um I'm going to give it a I had it was a 9 when I walked out of the theater last night, but I'll probably give it an 8.5 just because I do have some like the kiss, the Leia things I do think there should have been an Anakin somewhere. Um, I do have some issues. I'm gonna go see it again, obviously, with Adrian on Sunday. Mm-hmm. So, At what time? What, what time are we going to that movie? In the morning. Freaking <laughs> 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 early. Um, and with that, like it, I, 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 I don't know. Overall, my Kate rating and my heart rating and my fan rating is a 10 out of 10. Well, no, a 9. A 9.5 out of 10 because of the kiss. But an actual from a story critique, it's probably like an 8.5 because I do think that... Because I didn't answer Matt's question about if it's going to hold up as a trilogy. I don't know if it will. But I also already don't watch The Phantom Menace or New Hope when I re... When, if, if I'm just watching for fun and not trying to rewatch everything, I skip those two movies because I can't get through them. I don't like them. Bo- they're boring. Go away. The, the, a New Hope? What? A New Hope is boring. Uh, so boring. The Phantom Menace is oh. great. Phantom Menace is by, by far the worst movie ever. But Whoa. <laughs> You're tripping. No, it's not. <laughs> there is only one truly great and perfect trilogy, and that is Lord of the Rings. <laughs> the two towers. You're right. You're not wrong there. And I will take. Like issues happen, so we'll, we'll argue about that later. But no, Lord of the Rings is great. It's great. Um, what do you got for us, Rich? Okay, so um, a little too just join it. A little bit. Uh, n- no crazy wow scenes. Did, oh, I'm sorry. Did I, did I, did I mention um? Hyperspace hopping earlier? That was freaking dope. That was 
was really cool. <laughs> <laughs> that was freaking dope. Um, but no, um, no, it felt almost too safe. Um, there were some powerful character moments. I think everything resolved well. I think that villain-wise should have been uh, Palpatine should have been better implemented into the story. He was good as Palpy because he's Palpy, but they just they just used him because he's Palpy. You know what I mean? And he's he's the big bad. But his implementation could have been just I think well more well rounded, um, especially with all the history behind him. Uh, I like his speeches and his talking; like those are always great. Um, I do think that it would have served better again if some of the lore from the outside was nodded at or acknowledged, not acknowledged, but built upon it. It would have had better continuity if, if they would have paid attention, both of the directors, uh, paid attention to some of the outside stuff. And the fact that the entire thing was unplanned through each movie helped serve the disjointedness of it. Um, again, I did not, I definitely liked the movie. Um, I can't say that it's, I think it's my least favorite of the three, of these three, to be honest. I know. I, I'm sorry, y'all. <laughs> but, 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 I, but, I, but I do, but I definitely do, I do like the movie a lot. Um, it's just, it's just the resolution aspect and the disjointedness that, that, that bothers me the most. I'm trying, I'm trying to, I'm trying to think, I, I do have to watch it again. I think watching it again, especially with some of the points you guys made about the fleet showing up, about um, the, the force connection. I think keeping those things in mind, I'll try to, you know, or not, or not really try, but I will have a better, a different eye when I look at it. And that's always what happens the second time. Um, I think I would give the movie probably a solid, uh, I'll probably give it an eight. Probably, probably like a, probably eight out of 10. Um, yeah, because I, I just felt some of the disconnections from the previous film were just too, a little bit too jarring. Um, but yeah, I, I still I definitely, definitely liked it. Awesome. Um, one, obviously, I guess for me to wrap this up, one thing, I guess also why probably we're not getting any more world building, so we don't have any of these other problems of having directors at this point, um, which we got, but anyways, um, I guess obviously I enjoyed it. I did like it. Um, I did think there, there's still some problems because it is one of those, it is very disjointed, especially when you bring in the fact that it's a trilogy. Um, there's a lot thrown in here. It's not all, it's actually done pretty well for what's all thrown in there, but there's some point thing. Like I said, the first 30 to 40 minutes could easily be the second movie that you're like, okay. Um, Palpatine probably, I mean, I, I did like the th reveal. Obviously it's another one of those. I am kind of sad only because I think it's another moment. I think of, that probably got ruined by trailer culture, to be honest. I wish it had been better if we had. Absolutely. It. Thank you for saying that. I think it, that moment would be 10 times better if it was if we didn't have the trailer thing reveal it reminds me of honestly the um thor ragnarok 3 with the hulk moment if we would have never had that in the trailer how much better that would have been but i do enjoy the fact that like the three main characters and our villain thing they got to finally be showcased they finally got screen time they finally got to be together they finally got to do and ray after everything that she's gone through through this entire thing finally got her movie and finally got to do something and finn finally got to do something and Finn finally got to be like, I mean, obviously Poe's had some moments, both good and bad, but like those two characters particularly, especially when we've had last year where everybody talked about all the quote unquote female leads we have and everything else. Ray has been by far the most one that's been like very lacking. If we look at all the movies and big franchises, 
she's had it stripped from her the most, and it's been very sad to watch, considering how we've done Star Wars for the last 40 years, where you whether you say what you want about all the other characters in the day of Luke Skywalker. You can say what you want about all these other characters in the day. This is race trilogy, or supposed to be. Um, but I don't know how it's going to hold up. They're too disjointed. The lack of planning for being, a, what, a quadrillion dollar company is very disappointing. Like, what the hell? Get somebody to go for three. Either get three bad ones or three good ones, but at least they all go right the same. Um, but I'd probably give it about an eight out of ten, to be honest. I mean, there is some messiness. Like everybody said, I don't mind the fan service. Like I said, if you want to call it fan service, whatever. I saw everybody cheering for Endgame, and you loved it and didn't care about the fact that they brought in time travel that makes no damn sense. Listen, Matt. <laughs> Listen. <laughs> Come on, Matt. <laughs> yeah, every, every, time, every, every time I say Matt, I think of Kylo Ren as Matt on the, on the boss. Uh, the undercover boss. <laughs> I'm telling you, I've had I want my muffin, Matt. I had this moment and I enjoyed it and this and that and I'm like, but it still makes no damn sense. Okay. And then everybody just yelled at me. But anyway, well, I'm done. You can wrap yeah. up. Yeah, time, time, time travel is always enough. Yeah, I feel yes. you. <laughs> no, I feel everything. Um, yeah. So I mean, thank you, Ritz, for coming on and talking about this with us. Yes. Um, like in Star Wars, absolutely. This is a mega <laughs> episode, and if you listen to this and you got through all of this, uh, at all of us and talk to us about it, but in like a respectful and nice way where you actually want to have discussion. Uh, if you want, yeah. you can come and do our Discord. Yeah, I, I, I don't want to hear any Star Wars ruin my life, please. I don't want to hear that. <laughs> <laughs> like, come on. Um, let's be, uh, let's be nice. It was a really good discussion. Thank you so much, Ritz. Yeah, yeah absolutely. So much, Ritz. Glad to see you after a year and a half. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, you know. <laughs> Thanks, Rich. It's it's been great, man. Uh, I think I think your knowledge of like the expanded universe and then just your ability to like talk about issues with your movie, with in addition of like taking like our criticisms and like being able to like reflect that back at us, is a fantastic way to talk about this movie. And I hope that we didn't make you feel like pressure to talk about anything or blah blah blah. blah. I think it was a fantastic uh, discussion, even though it took forever. No, it's cool. I mean, it's, it's Star Wars. And I, I I mean, yes, the the point about uh, you guys made earlier about Finn. I'm actually, I'm, I'm kind of vibing with that. I'm kind of like, yeah, I'm kind of, <laughs> I'm not going to go back and watch it with that it's thin eye. Dialogue <laughs> is a good thing. <laughs> All right, let's get us out of here, Kate. Uh, yeah, so uh, Ritz, where can everybody find you? Oh, wow. Okay, uh, you can find me at Fourth Wall. That's I-V-W-A-L-L on Twitter. Uh, you can look up ScorpioComic.com, write a comic called Scorpio. Uh, you can also check out Comics Horizon, which I run. Comics Rising podcast, as well as starting up January 2020, uh, the Beyond the Fourth Wall podcast, where I have already interviewed several writers and am doing have several episodes set up. So that'll be rolling out starting in January. Uh, so yeah, just just look me up if you see Robinson. Yeah. If you see Robinson the Fourth on anything, then that's that's me. I'm I'm probably I am the only freaking John Robinson the Fourth. Are so, you really? Yeah. Uh, that is a very common name, sir. Not the fourth. <laughs> no, it's, it's, it's the fourth that's it apart. Um, yeah, and uh, as always, thank you for listening. And you can find the podcast at But Why Do PC, where we're most active. And if you want to help support us a little bit more, head on over to patreon.com slash But Why Do PC. And uh, you can find me at OmemethRandier on Twitter, where I am currently just talking about how much I loved the way Finn and Poe's thighs looked in their pants. 
And collarbones. Oh, and collarbones. Yes, I have an 18. <laughs> it, it, it's the Mandalorian all over again. It was very sexy. He almost took off his helmet. I was looking for a piece of skin. It's a little bit of neck. Wait, hold on. How, how do you find a guy who you never see sexy in armor? Because she, he's from the 1800s. Exactly. But, you never, but he, has, he has all of his armor on, though. Sir, I saw some of his wrist in one episode. <laughs> oh, okay, okay. My bad. Carry on. <laughs> Adrian? Yeah, you can find me on Twitter. I unmuted like 40 different Star Wars things on Twitter. So if you want to talk about it, you can find me on Twitter at SuperReese93, S-U-P-E-R-R-U-I-Z-93. Matt? My last hot take, Finn should have been the Jedi. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not mad at you for that. 